Hello, everyone. Hey, hey, hey. Welcome to another episode of Banter Over Brunch. My name is Alice Kanji. And I'm Alexia Msao. And what an episode. Therapy sesh, if you ask me. Yeah, I think um, this was therapy. I don't know if we should put that in the title. It does feel like couch therapy. Old for couch therapy. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. Because even Alice got emotional at some point. I did. You didn't say you want tissues or you are feeling. Oh, we should. Okay, have I was done feeling this. emotional, but it's not that deep, guys. Um, but I, yeah, it was an emotional. <laughs> that just means we opened up. We opened up a bit, so this is an opener. If you want to get us to know us more, I feel like this would be a nice episode to just. But also, just know it's a bit heavy emotionally. It might okay, relieve some, like some oh, yeah, things for you guys. Yeah. So yeah, but I really enjoyed it. I think it's conversations that need to be had. So Sometimes not every time, but sometimes some life things. So that's my dad's. Ah yeah. So I hope you enjoy the episode. Yes. Make sure you subscribe, follow from wherever you're listening from. It's free. Um, you can't be going to enjoy an episode and you've not subscribed. Like, can you be be for real? Some, like this is your fifth episode. <laughs> etiquette. Some etiquette. Yeah. Etiquette. Yeah. Respect yourself. You know that may even like relate to a lack of respect for yourself. <laughs> You know, just think about it. You're trying to make it so deep. <laughs> Study. Self-introspect. Why Self why you do that? Analyze. You know? Where did it why? stem from? That behavior? Where did that behavior come from? <laughs> of not supporting of people. Of not supporting people you are continually <laughs> engaging with. Not even engaging, listening to and because engaging peer, you are not <laughs> So you're not supporting and so not you're engaging. Not, you know, that's if you think narcissistic, <laughs> okay, I just okay. You guys enjoy the episode. Bye. Hello, hello. Another Hi, episode. Another week, another episode. A bunch of a brunch. Yep. Today we are doing a sequel. Yeah, boo. Yeah. That's what they're called. We're using big words now. We're not big saying words. part two. Part two. <laughs> <I'm about. laughs> you know, elevate. We are talking about how old we are and our words also speak the the age. That's crazy, guys. Like, time goes so fast. <laughs> So I've looked at Alexa just looking at <laughs> something so <laughs> yeah you hey, you're really using words you know Alice is good with words you can word now she's hey, I'm like we're using uh, what have you said I'm like it's deep what did they, what did they even say? I'm like is that I the said we're talking about how old we are and, and it's using words it's showing I'm and like, our words is is uh, whatever you get what I'm saying if you get it forget about it if you don't get it forget about it so if we get if you get forget. it you get it if you ah <laughs> can you shape up I, uh, <clears throat> Yeah, anyway, what Alice is saying in simple terms is mm -hmm. <laughs> we're doing a sequel of so we did an episode on things that we were too young for, and now we've just been discussing our age and realized, oh my god, we are actually you know like progressing in when you start, age. You know, when you were teenagers, like turning a different age was like, yes, yes, I'm 16. And now, yeah, it's like, eh, but I see that I'm with 24. people more often than yeah, I'm not. 
like even <laughs> I don't say the, the person, but someone close to me was like, every time I mention their age, they're like, no, don't say that. I don't know if it's a women thing, mostly. Ama, it's a general men thing. Feel men, men, the men in our audience, do men feel no. bad about No, and I think age? also this thing's biological clock or feeling, oh, that means I need to settle down faster. I need to settle down sooner. Yeah. I need to be you advanced know, in my career because like that's what... Like I said, in our minds, we think life is so linear and like you're supposed to have a boyfriend by a certain age, supposed to be married at a certain age. You finish, especially girls, they like, a lot of women like structure. Yeah. You finish uni, then you do this... Or you don't finish, but this is the plan. I uh, by twenty six. There's a man in our life, somewhere in between a baby. Straightforward, mm. but life is not like that because you can't choose when a man is going to enter your life. You can't. Decide. You don't know. You don't know when you'll you don't know get if pregnant. You don't even know if you have the ability to shield. But it's true. Like yep, there's a lot. There's a lot there's that a happens. Lot. So, eh, Tibu, what's the point of this? The point is that we feel <sighs> we are advanced in age. And <laughs> there are a few things oh we can say we are too like, old it's for. It's crazy. I was in uni just the other day, man. Like, what the fuck? See, I just met you the other day. Mm. Actually, I was thinking about that the other day. Four years ago. I was actually thinking about... <clears throat> Sorry. I was thinking about that the other day. I was like, wow. I just met Alice the other day. And now look at us. <laughs> <laughs> you know? And it it feels long ago. But it's just the other it day is feeling. Just even the other day. Even Gedi, I met him the other day. The other day is two And now you ago. meet him every day. day and almost. I meet him like three times a week. Yeah. Twice a okay. Day. It's such a bad Anyway. I've got to say, I feel, I feel nice advancing in age, personally. Really? Yeah, I do. Because... I know each with each age comes a new season. You know, with each age comes. Right now about my age. And, <laughs> and it's very so young. Like I'm sure the sun will catch you. Like it's true. Your small Compared years. Compared to what I've done for my small small years, yeah. I'm happy. But it's still just like what. I think I it's look forward to it. I'm like, okay, wow. I'll be in my thirties. What does that look like? I'll be in my forties. What does that look like? I'll be a grandma in my 50s, in my 60s. That's exciting. That's a new season. What if I'm close to my death? That's inevitable. Like, you can't live with that fear because it's going to happen whether you like it or not. And even you Mm. think maybe, God forbid, you'll reach... No, you think you'll reach 60, but God forbid, we don't know, really. Maybe you'll be 100 and you'll be here and you'll be gone. It's a scary conversation (laughs) if you ask me. Yeah, it's, it's 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 hectic. I know even me, I've been feeling a bit low energy. Yeah, I've been feeling a bit low energy about life sometimes. This week, last week, a lot of last like week. Adulting can be so draining and very routine. And yeah. Because like, you, you ever see those TikToks where people do this trend, like when you work, for example, when you work a nine to five as an adult or adulting summarized, you wake up, alarm goes off, coffee, office, pick calls, 5 p.m., go home watch Netflix, sleep, wake up, same thing every day. And it becomes so, like, routine sometimes gets draining. Yeah. Actually, let me write that in some of my points. That's what you were saying. Like, I, I was feeling a bit low energy last week. And I kept wondering, why am I feeling like so this? Like okay, one, my period came. I even forgot about that. Like, mm. probably that was the reason, you know? Because mm. it's like, why am I feeling so sad? 
Yeah. Why am I feeling like there's nothing to live for? Like, like guys, constantly moving yourself from a negative headspace and then getting back yeah. this week you're energized. Next week you're like, I can't do this. And I was like, why are we even? No, and then I think whatever was on the news, you're just like, why are we doing this life thing? What is there to gain? At the end of the day, we're just gonna die. Uh-uh. Can everyone That's just those other sleep? I'm not in my house. Even these things are in the Bible because it's like everything is vanity, you know. Like we work hard to just travel and buy clothes and nini, uh, but your theater it makes free. sense. Ah. This world does not make sense, guys. No, I'm not. I'm not. I'm okay, guys. I'm back to a good state, but I was a bit worried. I was just like, I. You know what? That's the worst part. Is that's normal? Yeah. It's like, like I say, it's like as you grow older, it's a constant cycle of. Oh, I'm feeling low. I need to pick myself up. Oh, I'm feeling amazing. Mm. Okay, like fuck this. Like fuck life. Okay, oh now we're doing it great this week. We're not going yeah. to the gym. We're not going to the gym. It's like constantly having to pick yourself up, getting down, mm, picking yourself up. Any Bambi? I saw a TikTok, some babe, and she was like, some things that she's, some habits she's done that she's bringing on to her next season of life. One of us, of course, quitting alcohol. Um, of course, me. Same. Of course, like yeah, like of course, <laughs> people. Are, it's becoming a thing now, and I think people are realizing it's not a social norm as it should. It mm. was. It's sort of been made to look mm. like. So it was as just like yeah. Honestly, I've not even been drinking alcohol like that. Yeah, because sometimes you think, oh, this is what we should be doing, you know. Anyway, and they are they are okay. What I was gonna say is she did she does something called cycle planning or cycle mapping. I can't seem to find the TikTok, which mm-hmm. was so interesting. So she was talking about it and she's like, she plans her life and her activities and her decision making um based on her menstrual cycle. Because mm. see, that's what I was saying. I was feeling so down last week and I just realized oh my period came. But she was like, certain certain um days on the calendar she wouldn't make like, big decisions because she realizes her hormones are affecting her everything, you know. Anyway, in short, she was using her menstrual cycle to, to sort of... help dictate how she makes her decisions. Exactly, and she said it's made such a huge shift for her and so that on those slow days, you don't feel bad for just chilling because on your high-energy days, she's like, even like ovulation is when she's more friendly, more attractive, more nini. So she does things that need her to be outside and to socialize and stuff like that. I was like, okay, that's a lot of work. But I mean, it's something I was curious about. Yeah. I mean, it's something <laughs> that people can take up. If you can do it, then why not try it out? You know, like mm. at the end of the day, all we're trying to do is make sure that all of us are doing okay and we're doing what's best for ourselves and that we're doing something that is working for us, a routine that is that works for us, that doesn't make us feel depressed all the time. And, you know, I think you look at this time and I'm just like, oh, my God, like, ugh, it's so annoying having to go through these processes. But I think I'm also grateful because when I was a teenager, I was mostly depressed. Mm-hmm. Like, all I was, like, every single day, I was just angry. Boarding school made me so angry. My family made me so angry. Everything used to annoy me. My adolescence, my adolescence <laughs> was adolescent. Mm-hmm. The adolescence was, don- my mom normally says, <laughs> adolescent, do- eh? Adole donde mm. or something like that. That's what my mom used to say. Used to when say you're yeah, home. when my donde was hey, but it was donde deeply. But I was so depressed, like yeah. I was so sad, upset, angry, and I couldn't wait to leave school so bad. And then I think my hardest days were maybe first year uni, first year half of second year because COVID hit and I was still in uni, and then everything just be- I can't just had to grow up. I had to get a job from home. 
everything was just so routine. You are home 24-7-365. Like, hey, yeah. one day we need to unpack. When, when we're like 40, when we look back at, you know, I think COVID is still fresh for us to really, really understand how impactful it was mm-hmm. in our individual lives. Like, actually, if you think, like, two years secluded in your house. Yeah. Like you leave the house once in a blue moon, and, and like systems changing. Mm. You know, you can't. You you're not going to work the I way you were not going to school. Went to uni, yeah. Like I, I COVID uni was like what was that? And you have known physical school from three Your years, whole four life. years, nursery. You know, so exactly. It's, it's some people psychologically, there's a shift. Some people they couldn't even you know um they, of course they their families were impacted financially which means school fees some people their journeys stopped there because of that some people of course a lot of people died mm-hmm. and it's I don't lot. think we are able to really fully unpack the trauma now as compared to how we would ten years from now twenty years from now I totally agree and I think for me it it hit me so clearly because when me COVID was dark times goodness COVID is dark. and i thought oh i'm okay because i i, I didn't get covid um that i allegedly you know me as we did <laughs> COVID, but there were times you were like i don't know <laughs> not to, okay. I and the one time i tested it was negative so i never even tested yeah once. yeah I, I had to test once. once but you know there are people whose genes just they kept get, getting covid get, like one of my best friends like genuinely like I kid you not, each of their family members has had COVID at least three times. Wow. Even people that I know, but me, my mom, yeah, to go to. <laughs> my sister said she had, and she didn't say, and she didn't test, and she, and she, and she claims she has long COVID because she's like, she can't yes. smell, she can't. So even my sister, she got COVID, and she, you know, if I think it's just recently, but she kept until a year post her COVID experience, still coughing, mm. still Breathless. having those, mm. those COVID issues. So that... Yeah, I was saying, I think I fully unpacked the effects of COVID, especially for me personally when I was when I was in therapy, you know. Mm. And my therapist was like, okay, yeah, it, it wasn't the sickness, but it was other things, you know. It was the way you're used to life, the way you're used to expressing yourself, the way you're used to one, two, three, four. And I was like, exactly. wow. Because we were just, you know, going through stuff. And I was like, oh, yeah, that was during COVID. Generally, oh, yeah. we had to grow up. Because we were COVID. young, but we really just had to, like, get with the system. Yeah. You know? Like, those are the, t- the years that people say, those are like our years for, you know, going out, drinking. I mean, we still... We didn't, it wasn't the same, like, we had to drink, but go home, but eat. Like, I, I'm not saying that drinking is the big factor. I mean, like, uni, when people talk about uni experience, at least for me, that was where I was. Yeah. It was supposed to be like, hey, you know, my lifelong friends, my, I didn't even make one friend in my class. Okay, maybe an acquaintance or two. Mm. Belinda was in my class. Even, <laughs> but that's another story. For, but generally, like, I don't have anything to say about it. And mm. that's, like, for me, that was very big because like i said i was very angry and very depressed when so i was really in, needed that in in high school so i really needed that release and for one year i did and then Masters. covid and then now i had to figure out i need a job because i wasn't comfortable in my home environment anyway this is another story for another day um, <laughs> got therapy guys got therapy anyway um, things anyway. we're too old for how did you even get here <laughs> 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 from announcing the topic too <laughs> How depressing that could be this being, yeah. I mean, I think sometime this year, like our end end this year, let's talk about let's unpack COVID. 
and the yeah. impact covid had on us or even not even end of the year just sooner than Sometime. later huyo mm. anyway yes we had to talk about things that we're too old for mm-hmm. do i start you can start what do you think you're too old for i feel like i'm too old to be putting off life decisions for example going back to school changing our career because quote unquote i feel too old yeah what do you mean so in my backstory, I think when I was in uni and I was transitioning, I kept saying I can't go do a, another degree because I can't start another degree because I'm 19, surely. Yeah, you used to say that. I One think. nine. You used to actually say that. I was so young, you know. Film all my classmates have passed. Yeah, no, I was just like, I, I go argument. be with people who were... I don't it just felt so different. Deal. It just I felt. Think, oh my gosh! I'm gonna be with second girls, and I'm a third year. And even in our class, we had people like that, and it never came up even once. Like <laughs> people were doing second degrees. Yeah, it was not a big deal, you see. Because but I was young and dumb, honestly. But it's okay. Life works out the way it needed to work out. But the thing is, at the end of the day, four years will pass. Three years will pass. Whatever you need to do. That one year will pass. So either it passes, you turn your next age, but you have this thing that you want to do, or it just goes, you know. So for me, I'm like, okay, um, right now, with because I'm older and wiser, whatever I feel like I need to go and pursue or something that I feel like I need to venture into, if it's now, okay, my career has been this for a while and I feel yeah. like, okay, there's opportunity here. There's... I have interests here. I have strengths mm. here. Mm. Why not go and discover what this has, mm. whether it will work or not? The, the, the worst I can do is try, you know, and see if it does. So I'm too old to be putting off life decisions, honestly, because, yeah, time because time will like pass. You know, time, time is, such will, a is gonna pass. So either that one, two years that you feel like you've not done enough like genuinely if i'm 40 and i want to learn a new language what's wrong with that because mm. can you believe even 2020 is three years right now imagine and it feels like just the other day literally we started the podcast just the other day it does feel like that so time is gonna pass but Ooh, you know, that decision you didn't make earlier is also gonna pass you. Yeah, so either you it's start not, today, it's not gonna pass you, but you would have been three years ahead. Exactly. Ahead. Yeah. So mm. the choice is up to you, honestly. Mm. And I think people really have that that thinking. Oh, but I'm I'm too old. And I've seen people, as you said, go do second degrees. I've seen people. Um, even there's a lady that I call an acquaintance, and I can see she's getting into a new career. You know, and mm. she's going for it doing the best that she can. We see our parents, even them, they are still working. You know, some of them. Mm. My mom started, my mom had an episode here. She started acting, I think she was 55 or something. Mm. And, you know, she could have said, no, I'm too old. If I was to be an actress in Gekwa when I'm 20, when I'm 30. We've had so many stories of people who have even discovered their life purpose at 50, at 40, and gone to be the best at it, you know. Mm. So, yeah. Speaking of uh, actors, have you been watching Real Housewives? Of Nairobi. Mm. Yeah, yeah, I'm up to date. I feel like now they're all bestie besties. So they're boring. Just, yeah, Malindi. I love her so much and Lindy. How oh, can Mine say, oh, I like, I like, I feel like me and Susan yeah, will be bestie. We replace what to come at drama hypo. We are here for the chaos. The chaos for episode one, no. Mine versus Nani, what's her name? Kwanza the but one. I loved the, 
the Malindi trip. I think that mama is very rich. Uyodem. Dr. C. Not Dr. C. First of all, Dr. C. Susan. Susan. Eh. Okay, there's rumors out there. Uh, seem to say opposite, but uh, really, maybe for the show, I but know. we don't know. We don't know them because <laughs> yeah, I, we, they give us hey, Dr. C. Though she, she really said, said you need to be a gold taker. No, Dr. C. Was given booze. <laughs> the booze so doing the talking. Yeah. <laughs> no, why was we not talking like that? <laughs> Me, I want to pee. Can this pilot, pilot, try it? Okay, she didn't talk like that. What I mean? Anyway, I this episode, Malindi was nice. I did, I did my so date. The but other one, too much it was too kupendana. Too, too much. It's and then it continued to this one. Now even I'm thinking the reunion, what will happen in the reunion? The next episode better be drama. Please, period. We need those women for drama. We don't want friend. Fake it. Fake it till you make it, period. I know we are like, that's how we... And then when they have drama, we have opinions. That way where, where did it come but from? But that's what we want. <laughs> that one, those are the discussions. We may we seem like now we... Because now we come and talk about, oh, they have best friends. Yeah. Says which Real Housewives franchise? We'll go there for drama. Hello. Anyway. Yeah, from being too old. <laughs> uh, just with regards to what you've said, I'm also I'm feeling I am way too old to not live for me. Yeah. Um, easier said than done, I think, for me as well, because I feel growing up, I've always had two personalities, mm-hmm. maybe even three. Ish. You know, shift shifted. I have the personality I am when I'm at home with family which is very conservative, very like, I don't talk, but I think it's also related to giving up. Like just, uh, I don't have the energy whatever, for this. Yeah. Whatever. Um, so I have that. And then I also have my my actual personality, which I, I believe is my actual, because that's how everyone knows me. My up, my out there, my, Upbeat. you know, mm. the person mm. who is a go-getter. And that's why, you know, even when I was, when in my graduation, my dad was giving a speech. <laughs> I didn't know she had two jobs. I didn't know this is what, yeah, Your because dad I'm telling like, you, I generally have person? different personalities. It's true. Because I feel like for so long, I've, I've made decisions based on what I feel mm-hmm. can strike a balance like, I don't want to make my parents too upset or, ah, you know, I have to be act a certain Playing way. safe. Playing safe. Mm. But I feel like right now I'm I'm getting to a point where I'm, I'm, I'm tired. I'm tired of it. I'm just going to do me. I'm just going to live for me. Um, and what that looks like is, like, just making decisions that I want to do. Like, it's okay for me to say... Today I don't want to go home. I know this is a like very weird spectrum, but like it's regards to different yeah. points. Like I don't want to go home today. I think I want to stay at my mom's house. Or today, Shani's having some sleepover. Or I'm just gonna do two days, come back instead of. I feel like I've internalized so much that fear that always, even when I'm not even supposed to go home. This is like from teenagehood trauma. But even if I'm not supposed, to, like if it's okay for me not to go home at you like eight out. p.m., my body automatically is like mm, the trauma is hey, stored. The body stores. My dad <laughs> or my mom. I need to go home. I'm upset by this. I'm upset. Why do I have to do this? <laughs> People but, are relating over here. And then I forget. You're 23. You 
have your own job. Yeah. Life is moving. The decisions you make are for you. Like, so what? Yeah. You know, and I think that's just a, you know, I and I know that's a point a lot of people relate to you in Nimesema, but other than that, just like making decisions for me. Like, even if it's, I don't know if my friends are going to like this podcast or this idea that I have or will it be well received. So what? It's what you want to do. It's what you're passionate about. Like being a go-getter is something that you need to have in this day and age. Nairobi is expensive. Nairobi is difficult to sustain a good life. And for you to really live the life you really want to do, you need, you need to think about how do I want my life to be and then make decisions based on what you want to do and not have these things that your past traumas mm. or things that you felt you need to shy away. I think it's it's normally a transition from having people impacting your decisions all, all your life, like high school, maybe uni, still, you know, mm. uh, you still have to follow what the lecturers are saying. You still have to follow the Strathmore rules. And then there's that shift for, okay, now for real, <laughs> it's my life. Yeah. Like this is my life. So, yeah, yeah I think that. for me, I'm too old to just not live for me. Um, still learning process, but I miss a Yeah. So what, what are they, so what if they think I'm a certain way? So what if they think, I'm, and I know there are people who feel trapped, even if, um, because they are so different, like alt people, for mm-hmm. example. Like, you know, deep down, man, me, I'm a creative, me, I'm a, I don't know. I like to dress a certain way. I want to have this tattoo. I want to have this piercing. Like, of course, yeah, there's that element of respecting family or what, but there's also the element of respecting yourself and making mm-hmm. decisions for yourself because at the end of the day, this is your life and you're the one living in it. Like, you're the one facing the consequences of the decisions you're not making. So, yeah. I like that. The work power. I like that. And it's also, like, related to one of my points, actually two of my points. So mm. I'll just go to the first one, like, dwelling on past mistakes and regrets, you know. Oh, that was my other point. Yeah. I'm too old. Mine was, I'm too old for wallowing over my past regrets. Yeah. Oh, well, yeah. Because I feel like that really holds us back as as people and as individuals. And that's what I'm saying. Thanks to therapy, you're able to unpack a few things and be like, okay, you know what? I was young then. Of course, I, I didn't know better. That's that's the best I knew at that moment, you know, because at the end of the day, you're always trying to protect yourself. I don't think anyone is born with the urge to harm themselves. You're always yeah. trying to protect yourself. So whatever decisions you made at that point were probably you thinking you're protecting yourself or you thinking yeah. you're doing the best. So I can't move forward in life if I'm still holding on to yeah. things that I can choose to label as mistakes, but I'll yeah. just say as things that happened, you know, yeah. always a lesson, never a mistake. I think that's yeah. one of Rihanna's tattoos or something yeah. because they are lessons. And because of that, I'm able to make more or better informed decisions right exactly. now, because I feel like so many people live in that pity party victim state. You know, my, my parents did this, you know, I, I grew up like this. My father left me, my mother hated me, which are all relevant things, by the way. I'm not discrediting anyone's pain, anyone's heart. But the, at the end of the day, sometimes you won't even get those apologies. Sometimes people won't come and tell you, oh, I'm sorry. And you have that closure and you move on. No. But at the end of the day, as you said, you are living for you right now. Mm. You are the one experiencing life. Mm-hmm. And maybe you can't even make relationships. You can't get into relationships because of those things that are still holding you back. So I always feel like even as we grow, we're, we're tasked with the challenge of dealing with that, which is very hard, <laughs> honestly. And I thank God that's why we have um, our spirituality. That's why we have 
friends. That's why we have community. That's why we have um, medical help that you can seek and work through these things. Because for how long will you hold back from your dream life because of the mm. past? And mm. there's so much more out there. You know, there's so many, there's so many joys. There's so many people who are going to love you that you haven't even met. You get, but you have to prepare your, you have to, because you don't want to push people away. You know, when they come and they find you, the way you are, you're not working on yourself, you see, because people will again be looking out for themselves. So yeah. they leave, you know, it's, it may look unfair, but it's how life is. I think I have two things to say from mm. what you said. Um, the first one is one of my guests mentioned is that your, what does I say? <laughs> your guest um, yeah. One of the things that one of my guests mentioned is that um, you made the decision based on the knowledge you had, had at that, that time. Exactly. You, th- you, d- you never do something that you think this is so wrong for me. I mean, sometimes you I'm do like, going fuck to it. Do it. No, but even those ones. But it's never banter, those banter, ones that but you never you that make decisions based on what you feel are right for you yeah. at that time with the knowledge that you had at that time. Just because it was the wrong decision does not discount that it was a decision you did you didn't know the outcome, what it was going to be. Mm. That's why people say high risk, high reward. People mm. do it. And if it's a fail, like you tried, you mm. did it. So a hundred percent, you, you can't blame yourself for making some decisions because again, you are still yet to make more dis- mistakes that you still don't know about that you're going to learn and you need to move on from, even if no matter how painful they are. And also regards to what you said about, uh, you wouldn't get an apology. You wouldn't, sometimes yeah. you wouldn't get that closure. Your trauma may not have been caused by you, but it is your responsibility to learn how to move on from it or to deal with the the trauma. It is what it is. It happened to you. Everybody has their own individualistic traumas. Mm. But at the end of the day, you are the one who has the responsibility to deal with them. And again, easier said than done. You feel like they owe you an explanation. They owe you like some level of closure or some level of responsibility for them to take. But even if they say, okay, Sawa, I'm sorry, it's still a trauma that you went through Mm. and that you still need to overcome. And I think that was also related to my next point, which is I'm too old to not unpack my trauma. Before we go there, I think one of the main things that has come up from me is also the power of forgiving yourself. Mm. Yeah, because you keep thinking, okay, yeah, I should have known better. I should have not, you know, I should have, I should have. Sawa, you didn't literally forgive yourself. You know, at the end of the day, you're 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 with you. The you, you can't get passed. rid of yourself. So make peace with and yourself. And you can't relive that moment again yeah. to shift the decision you made. So self forgiveness. Yeah, forgiving yourself is also very crucial. You're too old for not for, to not forgive yourself. <laughs> yeah, and to not unpack my trauma by that. Whether that's through therapy or just really knowing that this shit impacted you. Yeah. And you are the way you are because of how you've lived your life. You're not the way you are because today you decided I'm a brand new person. It's a culmination of who you've all you've been for the past couple of years, mm. because that's what makes who you are. Your your past decisions, your things that happened to you, especially from your childhood, are things that make you who you are today. Maybe you're someone who's so closed off because of the things you've experienced, and then you keep being that person and wondering, why can't I make this decision? But it's because of things you've still refused to address that happened to you in the past. And everybody, and I mean, everybody has something they need to unpack within themselves. And so I feel, not I feel, but I am too old to not, you know, call up a therapist and say, anyway, okay, 
I need help here. This, I need help yeah. to work through this. It's a bit painful. Easier said than done. There are some things right now I say I'm still not ready to do that. Mm. But there are things right now, at least one, two, three things. Even if there are smaller things that you really need to unpack within yourself. And as you grow older, they keep getting deeper. The wounds get keep getting deeper. You can't ignore it forever. It will mm. come out. Whether mm. when you it will come out when you're in a relationship, whether it will come out when you're at work, it will come out when you're you know, mm. you just don't want it to cost you something that you love. It will to eventually affect. cost yeah. you. So yeah, so better deal with it before it reaches that mm, point. Exactly, yeah. and when you and you'll feel, you'll feel a na iki It's really, I think it's almost time for me to unpack because the way I'm feeling inside, it will literally eat you alive mm. if you don't figure out how to address it. So yeah. yeah, it's time for us to grow up and address those things. Wow. My next point is something that I'm still going through. Not really going through because, yeah, anyway, I'm too old to be holding on to grudges and resentment. Um, as you said, people may not even give you that apology, you know, or you may not get the closure that you think you deserve or that you want, you know, but... People will go on with their lives. No one is thinking, someone who had you 10 years ago probably is not thinking... Oh, because that's not their pain. Yeah, you think bullies feel the pain for bullying you? They'll feel, and yeah, I feel bad, and yeah, I shouldn't have done that for you. But you're the one who has to live with that. You're the one who has to deal with it. So I'm sorry for anyone who have bullied me. For me, I used to be a bully, like in me. Yeah, I think I'm a villain in someone's story. So maybe I was a bully in someone's story. But I don't think bullying is a bad. I was bullied, and I know those people. Yeah, yeah. So every time I'm out at the club, sometimes okay, at least I'm sorry. I'm like, okay, it's fine. Me, it's me. Me, I was a bully. I mean, ain't no way you were bullying me. Me, Aji, Aji, sir. As I tell me, I'm tough. So I don't think I was bullied. <laughs> as they're just annoying me. But that, <laughs> me, you get annoyed by me. I used to laugh at you, and that's the most annoying thing someone can oh. do. You're arguing with me. Anywhere, you know, serious, me jam. I shouldn't have put. Why? Before I come out, I wrote one of wapi. I was that cow. I'm sorry. <laughs> but this has caused you trouble. You're in people's therapy. Your name is is showing up. Someone's villain story. People's villain stories, and I'm not proud. Yeah. And I'm sorry. Yeah. But yeah. You are protecting I didn't know, yourself. I didn't know. That was that you see, that was my trauma unleashing itself. <laughs> you know, like yeah. I need to build this wall and I need because to act a certain way because people can't play with me. Yeah. Seeing me cry, you can't see me cry. As when people in high school, how many of them saw me cry? Did you see me cry? No. Period. <laughs> and that was a uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, these days, okay, no, these days I still have that thing, but some people see me cry a lot. <laughs> it's bound to happen. Yeah, so basically, just letting go, you know? Um, yeah, in terms of family, friends, teachers, even, you know? In teachers. Yeah. You know, you st- I sit and think about people I used to know who are in relationship with teachers, and I think that's wild. <laughs> Not just I don't I know don't blame those individuals. I no, blame yeah. the teachers. Of course. Because if you deep it for, for the student at that time, you're like, hey, this you know, we used to think some teachers are hot and maybe like hey. I don't know, you're like, hey, but you are a 30, 40 year old man, <laughs> you start to really think that was a very suspicious behavior. I know people who are used in class eight, 
relationships with their teachers or SG done what. Yeah. And I think about that and I'm just like, I know it's not my place. I've really been thinking about it recently. Like, but you see now, I feel like those girls probably are also now going through trauma. And now even them, they are reliving and thinking, why, why the fuck did I, why would I let this happen? How did this happen to me? And it 100% impacts them. When they are care of, the care of the, you know. Yeah, so you can't, you really cannot blame yourself, but teachers have a big role in instilling trauma in a lot of people, especially in the 844 system. Yeah. You saw that TikTok, TikTok. Yeah, this is a trauma episode. Halfway, I realize why we don't have anything fun we've seen. We're just in therapy here. This is a TikTok thread for for high schools. Yes, trend. Your trend, trend. kind of, Please, those just need to be black. Okay, I was going to sing my school, me, the school that I love. I'm singing. I'm like, I. (laughs) But anyway, uh, people's trauma is different. Um, Yeah, so. It's it's easier said than done, as I said. Yes, forgive and forget, but sometimes you're just like, <laughs> yeah. As long as anyway, the anger is not leading to destruction or leading to a point where you can't progress, then I think it's fine. You don't have to necessarily forget forever. Hey, yeah. I'm too old to argue over things. We agree or we disagree and we move on. Like he's shouting, shouting on my disagree. face. You know, shouting at me like, "Why are you shouting?" Like it's twenty twenty three. Like you know, my mom's crazy. You know, moms when I used to grow up, I used to know she's reaching at five. Shout for thirty minutes, and then the house comes, and then okay, have I done this? Miss Kizzy, I'm just like. Mm-mm. We don't mm-hmm. need to be having this discussion. Like, should I leave? Like, um, I, I don't have, I don't have the energy to argue, like, physically or even voices. emotionally. Raising voice, like, if we are disagreeing, let's disagree. Okay, we can maybe want. I'm not saying that it doesn't happen. Like, it can happen sometimes in the spur of the moment. Mm. Things heat up, but for me to argue, argue, argue over some point, like over and over and over, like, I'm, I don't have the capacity. Yeah. Like we just say we disagree, we are not come to an agreement, and then I figure out my way to move on. Or I, even when I feel like I'm heated, I normally say I need time. Mm-hmm. I need time to separate from this situation and to think about it, and then let me come back to you. Because I feel like what what good does arguing with someone do in a very like unhinged way? Because I feel like that was something. Yeah. And at know. the end of the day, as much sometimes that's what you're saying. It's either we agree or we disagree because you you're seeing things from this perspective. Mm-hmm. Someone else is as strongly as you feel it, seeing things from this perspective. And I'm telling you, trying to convince them your perspective is right. And them trying to tell you their nini. There's no she solution that comes come from to there. A conclusion. It's, it always, the solutions come from now when you sit down and actually have, okay, so this was this was my past. And then you understand, I knew this is yeah. why they were. But you yeah, know me, I'm right. Yes, and I'm you, right. you're wrong. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And me, I saw it this way, so it's that way. And I think that's why even with the conversation we had with Magda, that's why conversations are very important. Or communicating is also yeah. very important. Because you see me, I'm, I'm focusing my argument based on my assumptions. Mm. you're also basing your argument on assumptions you see mm. so once we we communicate those assumptions you see when in, in science and in all these things it's um paribas all factors yeah. held constant and sometimes it's yeah. assumptions that are made to to mm. come up with this conclusion so it's a thing that happens you know yeah. life is more scientific than <laughs> sometimes mm. and it's 
Yeah, so because sometimes arguing is yeah, it it can get tiring and it's it can so drain drain you. I feel like I've out of element internally you know? so long. Uh, uh, in episode yet trauma, I need to go back to therapy anyway, swiftly. <laughs> but I think I'm also too old for sorry for cutting you yeah, from your okay. point. I'm too old to not know to or learn who I am. I think a lot of life you just go through which you're like eh, it is what it is. You don't really, but then now highlighting mm. and anyway. Maybe for example, even if it's on my period at this specific day, I, I am very emotional, and know. so I need to be very cognizant about that. I need to, and whoever is next to you also, you know, you know when you know yourself, it's easier for you to tell people exactly. like this is how this is treated, or I act like this because of this my past experiences. I act like this because of this particular thing. Yeah, because they can't that assume. Saying, that's just who I am, or you don't even know like you have that problem. Mm. Like for me, okay, very. Okay, you guys don't bash me, but something I know about myself is, and I need to work on it, is that I don't, I have time blindness. I've said it in this podcast. For me, we've introduced I really struggle to understand time <laughs> before reaching the venue. Like, to I estimate. know this thing, to estimate, I'm terrible. And so, like, even with my current partner... <laughs> Is. Yeah, you didn't even announce. <laughs> Guys, are you seeing? You see how people announce they have. We have a new member in the podcast, and she's not saying. <laughs> moving on, soft lunch. Anyway, moving on. Me, I'll shout. <laughs> <laughs> um, one of the first dates, we're not talking about red flags. I told him one of my red flags is that sometimes, most times, I'm late for things and I'm trying to work on it. And so that, you know, you know that character trait within yourself. I know that's a light one, but in general, just knowing yourself. Yeah, even going to therapy to unbiased. <laughs> Unpack that light. Some yeah. of your things, I'm an emotional person. I sometimes when this happens, when we're arguing, I tend to turn out like this. So that when you know yourself, you're even able to build routines around who you are. Mm. Like, I know I'm normally so lazy in the morning, but at night, that's where you can catch me. That's my productivity time. If you know that, then you won't struggle so much to try making morning your best friend. Even if you can, why should you if that's not your strength? I think one thing that one of my, at one of my therapists used to tell me is it's very important for you to build a routine but build a routine that is realistic to who you are as a person mm. and what is already with what you already continuously find comfortable doing. So, for example, I know I need to wake up at nine to make breakfast. So when I wake up at that nine, that's probably the perfect time for me to, I don't know, go to, that's, to, go to the gym rather than me lying and saying 6 a.m., I need to wake up and then go to the gym. I'm not a morning person. So if I wake up at nine, that's probably the time to go to the gym. I'm more productive in the afternoon. That's probably the time to go to the office and work. I am, I don't know, at this particular period of time, I'm emotional. So that's not the time, like you are saying, that's like you are saying that that's probably not the time for me to have some certain types of conversations or yeah. argue, talk to some certain people. I know this person makes me feel this kind of way. I don't like it. I don't want to pick them as a friend. They'll care as an acquaintance. Yeah. Yeah. I really love what you're saying because again, the episode we had with Magda, <laughs> I've really pushed this episode guys. But anyway, it was, it was, it was, it was a conversation was and a, conversation. a half. I know she was just talking to her and she's like dropping bombshells. Like people don't know that they know how to have 
conversations. People yeah. think that it's so complicated, and that's why I love podcasting. Yeah, you just come you just talk. talk. Anyway, she. I think a lot of what she was saying. My biggest take home was being self-aware, which is what you're saying. You need to mm. know yourself, because mm. who else is going to know you? If yeah. not you, you know. And for me, that's something I've really been big on. Kidogo too last year, but now this year, I'm like, okay, let me start consuming content that can even help me work on my quote-unquote weaknesses. Places that yeah. I feel like I can improve. They are saying you want to improve on time, mm-hmm. you know, looking for resources and actually putting them into practice. If I feel like, okay, I'm, I'm not a good communicator when I feel I need to communicate with people, being like, okay... I need to have this conversation. Let me gather my guts and let me have this conversation because I'm already self-aware that I am not the best at this, so I shouldn't let it linger. You know, let mm. me just deep dive yeah. into it and I'll figure it out. You know, also procrastination is something that I think everyone deals with, but also just putting systems and like being like, okay, how can I do better? How can I, yeah, just putting up systems to help you with your weaknesses and also not just weaknesses, your strengths. And your strengths as well. Know what you're good at. Know what comes naturally to you. Play, Serve uh, people strengths. with your strengths. You know, if you love, I don't know, what can you love? Communicating, you know, opening platforms where you can have com- conversations mm-hmm. with people. If you are if you love hosting, having people over, creating your place to be a place where people can come and, you know, yeah. find healing, you know, just in being around you, being around your space. So, yeah. Self-awareness is so huge because some people it's are just so like, huge. ah, ah, and then it affects everything mm. around you, yeah. you know? Yeah. So then you're saying you knew time was an issue. So you told your partner, he can also keep you accountable. Like, mm. okay, babe, we said we're working out on, we're working about time. Let's try, you know, or communicate way before if you need to rain check, if we need to schedule, push it back or, you know, all that. So, yeah. I think I'm done with my points. <laughs> I'm too old to let fear of failure dictate my decisions yeah. for myself. Yeah. And my whether that's in my life, my career, my everything. Mm. Because simply put, I'm too old to not go for what I want. And yes. being a go-getter, whether that's going to be... There's someone who said you need to not be an introvert with your career. Mm. And so for you to even have a career, you need to make the next step. I don't know if that's, I don't know. I'm, what I'm trying to say is that thing you want to do, you need to do it because if you don't do it now, still related three years down the line, you will have the what ifs and you will yeah. still feel you are late, too late to do, you're too old to do it. Then f- 10 years down the line, I should have done it when I needed to do it four <laughs> years ago. Yeah. So that yeah. idea, that thing, that's like cycle. our fear, like, ah, will people even do this? Will this work? Like the worst you can get is a no. And two, you'll always have that fear of uh, will this work out or is this what I'm supposed to be doing? Even when you're within the blessing that you asked for, mm. but you still need to be able. And, but that's that's part of life. And so me, like fearing the next step for my life, like it's there, but doing it anyway, whether you're fearful or not. Like I cannot let the fear of rejection, like detect my decisions, the fear of, like I started MTS, which is my new podcast after so many months of fear. Like I was just like, what if people don't listen to this thing? Whoever wants to know about tech, my biggest fear was like, I have burnt of a branch. I want to be this upbeat personality. Like, I'm, mm, you know, I like having this, fun, guys. Like, I'm going to wanna be in a different box. Yeah, this will put me, me like, a... people view me as now tech. I have mm. to change my personality to become a certain way to make it in a corporate life. But like, that doesn't mean it's not part of me. 
like all of this conclusively makes me who I am. And that's because my fear of what I thought the social construct would be like took me way longer than I should have to start MTS. Honestly, it's an idea I started a year ago, almost. So, but I did it anyway. I don't feel like it wasn't everything when it's time, everything happens. They again also remembering that everything happens the way it's supposed to happen. Mm. But some things should happen fast, could happen for you faster if you just let the fear of failure go. Yeah. So yeah, that's another thing for me. I like that because, and look forward to failure because failure is redirection. Look forward to failure. Yeah. Failure is redirection. It's redirection and fail forward, you know, don't, mm-hmm. don't, yeah, just keep it going, keep it moving. You'll figure out all these pieces and always in hindsight, things will yeah. make sense and mm. you, you keep, you keep growing, you keep knowing, you keep, yeah. Elevating. This was a therapy session. Thanks for coming to a therapy session. <laughs> a um, very public for therapy more session. Yeah. Um, don't contact us, but we may, <laughs> you know, contact your therapist. Yeah, um, I hope you guys enjoyed this episode and were able to resonate with some of the things that mm. we said. Um, yeah, as I said, this conversation just came about when we were like, wow, we're actually advancing in age. Yeah. And the things that I did, the mistakes that I did when I was 19 and saying I can't go back and do a degree, of course, now I'm like, even today I can enroll and do a degree, <laughs> you yeah. know, like, and I don't beat myself up, but now I know better. So I do better, you know, so don't beat yourself up wherever you are and where, where you feel, okay, yeah, you have the opportunity to start again today. You have the opportunity to do better to, today with all exactly. the knowledge that you have now, with exactly. all the wisdom that you have right exactly. now. Yeah. Yeah. And I live life. Uh, life is complicated, but at the same yeah. time, it's very sweet. So it's live life simple. to the fullest, honestly. It's complicated, but simple. Yeah. But it becomes even more complicated when you don't address some things you need to. Yeah. Or do some things you need to. Yep. Mm. Anyway, guys, I think that's it for the episode. Be sure to like, share, subscribe, it's comment. Free. Tell us down in the comments some of the things that you're too old for right now. Yes, absolutely. Really love to us. I think we'll also ask on our stories. Yeah. Things that we think we're way too old for. Honestly, yeah. we want to hear from you guys. Uh, like Alexia said, uh, we are feeding our family. So please also subscribe. It's free and uh, follow us from wherever you're listening from. And yes, thanks for tuning in. Um, we'll see you in the next one. See you. See you. Bye. We'll stop saying my name is at the end. Oh, you can't know my name. <laughs> my name is Alexia himself. See you on the next one. Bye. Hey, guys. Hi. Welcome to another episode. Episode? 108. <laughs> Can you imagine episode 108 of Banta Over Brunch? Yes. This... In case you guys haven't seen, we have a special guest on set. Like, we are three of us today. We mm-hmm. have a lovely, beautiful lady. Living in our promises. Yes. And we had an amazing episode. Did you enjoy that episode? Yes, I definitely enjoyed like discussing everything we talked about. Yeah. Yes. Guys, I think this is one of the best episodes that we have for this season. So make sure that you I'm just very excited for you to listen to it. Uh we talked about all things to do following your dreams and goals and aspirations that you set for yourself and yeah. being the best version of a go-getter that you can be. Yeah. What else am I leaving out? Of course, development, self-improvement and just mm-hmm. also balancing life because again life it ain't that serious at times. Exactly. Yes. So it was a very wholesome 
we really hope you enjoy it and yeah let us know in the comments what you think about this episode and please 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 follow up with Yvonne because the the information that she gives is timeless so yeah we've also left the links in the description for you to do what you need to do including subscribe okay guys see you, <laughs> see you. Welcome to episode 108 of Banter Over Brunch. My name is Alexis. My name is Alice Kanji, and today, obviously, you can see we are joined by someone lovely. Yeah. The season of guests, guys, we've been saying. So, do you. We promised and we are delivering. So. Eh, and yeah. even the next. We are not saying anything, but just, guys, very exciting season ahead. Yes. And this episode is nothing less of that. Um, I don't know if our guest now wants to give us a, a quick intro about who she is. Yeah, before we get into the episode. Hi guys, um, my name is Yvonne Kanye. I am who? It's so hard to describe who you are. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> um, I guess first and foremost, I am a business owner. I run and own Beauty Square, and recently my new baby, uh, Skin by Kanye. So I'm a licensed Ooh. esthetician <laughs> by profession. Um. Yeah, but I'm also really passionate about self-development, about digital marketing, and all of that good stuff. Yeah, yeah I think that's a small capsule. It's a very lovely capsule. I'm really excited to just learn more about, you know, the ladies who really put movers the show on the road. Shakers. The movers and shakers. <laughs> By the way, the material <laughs> Oh my gosh, mm. by the way, speaking of which, I'm mm. uh, sorry to digress, but over 25, did you guys see they're oh, wow, over? Nice yeah. Because <laughs> <laughs> you said yeah. movers and shakers, and I thought of just Ivy. Yeah. How do you guys feel about it? Are you guys avid watchers? Am I you just like. In the Ivy? beginning, I was such an avid watcher. Like yeah. when I found over 25, I binged all of their videos, and I feel like I really was relating with. I think they just hit over 25, and I was mm. really relating with a lot of the stuff they're talking about. Um, but I think with time, I think it's natural for people to kind of like just, yeah. you know, gravitate away from each other and it's good to recognize and be like, ah, oh, let's just call it a yeah. rap. Yeah. yeah. I think for me also, I always remember the first person who introduced me to over 25. So I was in high school and a friend of mine was like, oh my God, Alexa, you need to listen to these people. So now that time it was being Calabash. Shiko mm. and Rama, yes. and now over 25. There was so, also the Two Cents, My Two Cents by yes, Sharon Mindy and, oh, and, and Susan. 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 Yeah, those yeah. are the OG, I think, YouTube YouTubers. channels. Mm. So I go and I'm seeing all these ladies, and I'm like, oh my God, I have big sisters, you know, because yeah. all of them are so different and so interesting. And I remember, was it Ivy who was pregnant at some point, and I was so excited she has twins and yeah. all that. So it's sad to see that the, they're going their separate ways, but especially because with time, I ended up following them individually. Of course. And I know Lonzi's content. I know Shiki's exactly. content. I know Ivy's content. I think I know people started Joe's really content. focusing on their individual content. Yeah, so we all started gravitating to their own individual content, which is good content as well. I mean, even yes, just now we're talking absolutely. about So This Is Love and all that. So in terms of also our working dynamic, I remember even asked when we started working together, we were like, by the way, we were friends first before this, you know. Yeah. And yes, maybe a time will reach when people have to go their separate ways. Life takes us to another country or something and you can't mm. really keep up with this. Mm. It's okay. This can this came after. 
you know, yeah. and we'll still maintain the friendship and won't stop each other from mm. growing into Yeah. yeah. Mm. I think my thoughts about it is I think even if maybe people stopped at some point, which is normal for any type of content, I think your content and like okay let me focus on other people and then maybe you'll come back like oh yeah let's watch like binge watch like four three videos but at a certain point in time like we were they had an impact at whatever level it was yeah. in their lives and even if we don't follow up every day like you knew that like their lives and we were following up we knew when lonzi got pregnant we knew anyway we were there yeah, we've grown with them and we've they've grown, grown with, with us yeah. and seven years when they were describing it i was like wow seven years is such a long time but at the same time but our branch has been here for three yes. years yeah so it's like wow like it doesn't even feel it feels like for us it's just the beginning but it feels like our story is just very similar to how theirs has also just been throughout like just starting uni mm. then like progressing so it's just scary but it's also just like um i mean it's Life not the worst yeah, it's not the worst. yeah and the i think it also helps them to get to where they are today so sorry guys for we love you over 25 and we'll still keep yeah. following your content which member do you guys feel like you related with the most I feel like we would say the same person. Jules. Jules. Yeah. yeah. And you? Like, I relate to Jules. Yeah. 100%. She just gives me very Alice vibes. But at the same time, I, a bit of just Ivy. I okay. think a bit, yeah. a bit of both personalities for me. Yeah. Because, you know, she's being her movers thing. And me, I'm starting my tech journey. So mm. it's like very interesting. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, Jules is very relatable. I love her content. Very like, so this is love. Like, I don't know. Her personality is also very. When I see her sometimes, I'm like, but don't know me. I saw her at an ABL event. Yes. And I was just like, like you don't know me, but I know you. <laughs> I was like, oh my god, Jules, and I follow her blogs and all that. So, as content creators, do you yeah. feel like sometimes you get that, like someone who knows you and your content, and you're like, eh? It sometimes eh. feels a bit like. Like, whoa, like someone is that invested in like in me as a person. Yeah. But it's also really sweet. And like you get to see the impact that you have on other people. And mm. as long as they're not like creepy about it. Yeah. 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 It feels pretty mm. cool. Yeah. Talking about creeps. Um, <laughs> Murugi Muni posted on her story some mm. of the boundaries that she feels she wants to communicate for her space. Because mm. like, you know, a boundary is not about until you've told someone about it. Because otherwise, mm. I mean, how would I how am I supposed to know about it? So mm. I was like, oh, wow. She's been on the internet for so many years. People have been in her business for so many years. So, so I was so curious to hear uh, some of the things that she was going to bring up. And I think mm. you were saying just like, as long as it's not in your business. Because now pe- she was like, some people come with some entitlement. They want to know about this. They want to know mm. about that. And I was like, I'm happy she's doing that, you know, mm. so guys can just... Be because like, people capitalize on that in Shanepia and this Yeah, but she's so, like, you know, yeah. this is my house at yeah. the end of the day. I don't feel unsafe when I come here. I don't feel insecure when I come here. I don't feel some type of way, especially also because it's her office. So she's like, yeah, me, I'm just telling you guys, these are the things that I'm doing to protect my space. Mm. Exactly. Even when it comes to houses, hey, you've seen some YouTubers, people... I think, I don't remember who it was, but they had mentioned they had to move because of, you know, some stalkery behavior because maybe you do a house vlog and then come in, someone identifies that house and... Yeah. They tried to come and, like, find you. I don't know, yeah. People, people are, are weird. weird. Let me tell you. They try to come weird. and find you or they tell you, I know exactly where you live. You know, it's scary. You live in this house number, in this apartment. Cindy, you like, I know, like... I always have fears of such that. things. Mm. Back in I don't post roads that are, like, close to mm, I don't pro, I don't post patterns of where I'm going. Yeah. Even sometimes I feel like even 
public, let's say, gym, somewhere that I go maybe every day. I'm like, I don't, yeah. know, I don't know where this is. Supposed and they to know come. the exact time you go to the gym. Yeah. They know the exact. You so, I mean, it's, me <laughs> I mean, it's positive, so, but there's also content, those effects I, I think, yeah, yeah, sometimes. Have you guys ever run into somebody who has record, like, they know you from your content, where you live? It happened this week, actually. Yeah, I think that's when the fear came in. Oh, it wasn't a fear, because it's a lovely person. Like, yeah. we are internet friends. Mm. So I'm just driving out, and then I, I spot her. So I'm the one who even created that attention. Because I was like, oh. Yeah, so I was yeah. like, oh, phew, it's her. It's mm. not someone else who's like, Alexia or something. Because I'd be like, ah. yeah. yeah. So I have. Mm. But I'm, I'm a bit careful here. But I thought about it. I'm like, why? Well, if it was someone else or someone. Yeah, it can be. Eh? You know, people are weird out there. You just never know if you're going to get super fans that are crazy or people who are just extremely lovely. <laughs> so you just have to hope for the best. But not to say that, oh my gosh, we're experiencing such an overwhelming <laughs> amount of fame. <laughs> yeah, it's I just know. something to yeah. be careful to watch out of. But yeah, I think then we can, <laughs> we can get, get into the, the episode. episode. Yeah, I think that was like a nice catch up. Thank you for. Mm. But how are you guys? How has your week been? By the way, the, before we now get to the episode, I know that's something I wanted to talk about. Mm. Anything new? Week. Anything you wanted to share? From my week, mm. <laughs> uh, I'm tired. I'm tired. It's um, Wednesday. Um, yeah. Can we call it a week? <laughs> I I saw, is it Lydia came who took a solo trip? Yes. And I've been really thinking about it. You know, I've just been like, wow, I'd like time away, time off, even just off my phone, off social media, off all these things, you know, just mm-hmm. to sort of just have time for me. So I'm, I'm thinking about planning a solo location. Why not? Yeah. Why yeah. not? Do you work Saturdays? No. Okay. Yeah. Why? Um, no, I'm just, I'm just curious. Oh, okay, no. <laughs> um, I've kind of taken the week off. It's been a fake week off because like I've done work here and there, yeah. and like even after this, I have to go get some work done as well. Um, but I work Saturday, so I really look at people who work like Monday to Friday. I'm like, wow, what does life feel like, like for you yeah. to have two day weekends? Mm. <laughs> Wait, what nice. do you mean by you work Saturday? Because from my understanding, you have your own shop. So you do you purposefully yeah. say Saturday is also a working day for me? Um. So okay, before I started doing facials and whatnot, I was there in the capacity of like supervision, assistance, admin work. Um. So I would be there Saturdays, especially because Saturdays tend to be like a busy day at the store. Mm. So a lot of times, sometimes they need help, or it's just good. Like your presence to be there is really important when it comes to running a business. Because sometimes also your staff want support in the sense of. You don't need to do anything, but just feeling that you're yeah, there, yeah, it yeah. just gives them like a weird sense of like support. And if they need help, they can always come to you and ask. Um, so yeah, Saturdays are normally like a day I have to be there. I can take like a Monday off, a Wednesday off, but like Friday, Saturday, like your presence, it, sh- mm. it should be there. Yeah, mm. yeah. Wow. Okay. And I think what you're saying is also how consumer behavior. People are most likely to shop over the weekend. Maybe mm. come with a friend and and check stuff out. So it's probably yeah. busy. Yeah, time. people yes. are less yeah. people at work as well. Yeah. So yeah, but now that I'm doing facials, I am open on Saturdays and like I'm doing them myself, so like I have to be there. Wow. Yeah, so I'm most weekends I'm ending up working Friday, Saturday, Sunday because that's when people mostly tend to be available. available. Yeah, yeah, that's tough. I don't know if I could do it, but I feel like maybe that you have to have a passion for it for you to, be able to do, just yeah. show up yeah. for it. Okay. I was employed. Remember, when I was employed and I was you doing used to Saturdays. Do Saturday. Um, hey, I, was, <laughs> I was so annoyed because there's no work. You know, no so I used to come and do those puzzles, and those crosswords, like what? for until lunchtime. And I'm out. So why do they And genuinely, a lot of people who go to the people. office on Saturdays don't do work. I also know someone else who does work on Saturday. But when he's there, I 
kazi. Of, of course, there are times there's work. So what we decided as me, I said, I'm not coming here to waste time and you're not paying me more. You're not paying. Like, honestly, mm. I'm not growing anything. So we sat down and we we're like, we're going to do shifts. So mm. at least may come maybe once a, a month. But, you know, if any client is coming, they're coming to see me. I'm present, mm. you know. Because I'm like, why are all of us here and there's nothing we're doing? Literally, exactly. I come, drink tea, mandazi, go to my desk, play games, Watch go home. Yeah. yeah. It is, yeah. but anyway, yeah. So yeah. Uh, me, I'm support for you to do a solo location. I have not done yes. one. I've only done one once ever in my entire life, and it was such a huge one when I went to the US and I went alone at 19. Other than that, I don't even know how I had the confidence to do that, honestly. But yeah. shout out to that girl. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think even that for you was still a, a mix of work and play or because you still went for i mean i was there for about two weeks but i went for a mm-hmm. conference that was like three days and i missed day one because <laughs> I, long story <laughs> so really the conference is an excuse for me to travel but really mm-hmm. i just it was just me and myself my dad i said go you know release you in the world i felt so like i can't believe i wanted this and i went for it i need that girl mm-hmm. back i need that girly back that travel girly back have you but done yeah. a solo trip yeah, I've done a solo trip. I think the most recent one was I went to Uganda in March, but it was more like work. Yeah. And like I was always surrounded by people, so it didn't really feel like a solo a trip. Solo trip. Okay. Yeah, but I I've I watched Lydia's um stories. I was like, actually I feel like I need I need one of yeah, these. Just yeah, just a detox from people. Yes. Or even <laughs> just go meet people you don't know, but mm. you're also not going to like look for that. You're just also going to hang out with Mm. yourself i mean it depends on what you want to achieve i think when you set goals of what you want to achieve in your vacations it's so much more easier do you want a relaxation vacation or this vacation is a turn-up vacation or is this an hour solo like really just self-reflection kind of yeah so maybe what you guys are talking about is a solo location that's specifically just like yeah, solo me, that's energy. Relaxed, yeah. yeah. <laughs> mm. Like switch off your phone the whole day type of vacation. Yeah. I mean, or have like <laughs> phone times. Like, phone times, yeah. 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 yeah so just watch TV. Like watch something on Netflix. Actually, it's true. Yeah. Yeah. I, yeah. I sort of just took the whole week thing into solo location. So maybe yeah. you guys can just say how your weeks were briefly then. Yeah. I mean, my I mean, my week has been okay. You know, Sunday was Gondwana, you know, guys already know how it goes on this podcast, but I feel like I'm getting too used to it now. It's like, yeah, you're not getting the the high. The high that I used to get is not the same as it is now. Right now, it's like, uh, I already know what to expect. And it's such good vibes, good energy. I have nothing against it, but it's just like, okay, am I almost going to say what else is going to replace my Gondwana era? (laughs) Uh, Maybe not, but I'm, I'm still in it. But yeah. I'm Let a big and chill. <laughs> I don't want to become those people. I'm actually becoming those people. But yeah, those the homebodies. Um but yeah, so there was that. Um MTS, which is my new podcast as well, My Tech Story is going on well. Um mm. it's picking up really good and I'm really happy about that. Um, you know, I already when I was at Kondran, I met like four people telling me about it. So I was very like, oh my gosh, like this is very amazing. Yeah. Might be my life changing opportunity as well. So yeah, very happy with how that's going. And I think those are the two highlights of my week. I think work wise, which is my it's not a nine to five, my corporate job, I think it's going. 
<laughs> yeah, it's going it's and it's uh, it's going and I need it to continue going because I need plans. I I have future plans yeah. that involve me still getting a regular source of income. So mm. we, are, we are we are moving strong, but uh, uh, recently my role kind of transitioned to something else, which is more on a PR content perspective, mm. uh, rather than a growth acquisition perspective. Uh, those are two different things in marketing. And at first I was very like, I feel like this might be a demeaning role for me. Like, what is this meant for? Like, I mean, growth is like the big, I think for my interpretation, it was that growth marketing is like the leader of marketing, especially in Mm. tech. But um, as I settle in and into the PR role and just getting all these things, I'm like, oh my gosh, this aligns so much with my personality. Like, I'm not too upset about it. I'm going for like maybe tech events for um my corporate job but this go in line so well with my current personality as a tech person because okay. i'm trying to grow my tech podcast as well so You're just mixing yeah. i'm mixing both of my personalities and it doesn't have to feel like tough work all the time because it feels so natural to me to just interact with people get more conversant in the tech space have those like pr things events planning like Content. Yeah, I'm not too upset anymore. <laughs> I've just let go and let God. So, mm. That's the way. and I've made an internal decision to do something. I'm not gonna share with you guys now, but I shared with the team. So, yeah. I'm oh, not... oh, ask <laughs> the team. We know what she's doing. <laughs> 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 so yeah. pretty excited, but scared about that as well. But mm. necessary part of adulting. Yeah. Mm. That's me. Yvonne, okay. you got something to say? <laughs> <Emma>. <laughs> I give you guys my highlight of the week. Um, mm. I'm kind of looking forward to going back to work. Ah. <laughs> um, Would you say you are a workaholic? <laughs> what, enjoys what guys, she my second name is Oera, like literally means work. Of, of work, <laughs> exactly. Um, but I'm looking forward to making money. Yeah. Like there's, you know, my other business. So I'm not there. I'm not making money. So, mm. yeah. You're being yeah, dead. Yes, but I also, I like it. I like working on people's skin and like seeing the results. It's so cool that you can manipulate yeah. somebody's skin and then you get like a certain mm-hmm. result. It's mm-hmm. very, it's mm-hmm. very interesting. Yeah, yeah, fulfilling. Yes. Awesome. Okay, guys. So, yeah, Yvonne is here. Everyone to know more about her, know about your story, just how you got to be a business owner, doing such mm-hmm. big, strong moves, you know, mm-hmm. and yeah, finding your purpose. I don't know if we can say you found it mm-hmm. yet, but yeah. Take this to the beginning. Okay. <laughs> um, I think let me start with the last question so I don't yes. forget it. Um, I'm really big about that, like living in your purpose. And that's one of my biggest like cornerstones is like my personal brand. Um, I think I believe my purpose is to empower other people to kind of chase their dreams and live the life that they want. Yeah. You know, like how you can wake up and say, okay, um, in six months, I want to achieve ABCD. And all of these things are possible. And this is a plan to get there. These are things and the steps I'm going to do. And then you get there. I feel like we've been so trained to think certain things are doable and certain things are not. Mm. Like, you know, for me to wake up and say, okay, in six months, guys, I'm buying a G-Wagon. You'd look at me like, okay, like, go you. But like, (laughs) how? Exactly. But if you actually have the plan, just totally go for it. Um, So I think that's my purpose. Um, But how Beauty Square started, it's kind of a long story. But um, I was... Like, I've had issues with my skin. Um, was a teenager, my skin was perfectly fine. My brother had really bad acne at the time. And I used to, like, make fun of him. Be like, bro. Like, <laughs> and he used to be like, your time is going to come. I'm like, no, my skin is flawless. Yeah. I'm fine. And then, um, <laughs> then I hit, like, 
18 19 when I was in high school my skin is kidogo issues but nothing major then I moved to the US and my skin was like I'm about to show you yeah yeah so and I now I know why like it was I moved there during winter it was very cold I was not moisturizing my skin so like I was breaking out like crazy I was trying all of these Pinterest skincare hacks you know the turmeric the lemon the yogurt wow. the coconut oil the black soap everything in the kitchen yes. <laughs> I literally, I got a chemical burn from black soap and I called oh, myself no. into a meeting I was like waiting one day what are we doing yeah. um so like I totally understood the frustration of like this is happening to me and I don't know what to do to fix it mm. and I felt like the help wasn't really there so fast forward like a year or two years later I started this small side thing of like buying things from the US and sending them to Kenya um I identified a gap that people wanted things from there but they're not available yeah. here and then there were not many of these businesses now we are 2 million people doing this <laughs> like importing things from there and bringing them here so i started doing a lot of that but it was mostly like custom orders so i'll sell me like a picture of got to be blue that like i want this and then i'll bring it for them it was not very successful actually it was a fail um because i would refuse to take deposits because i'm like i know what if i say the things and they get lost and then yeah, i have your money have to, yeah. yeah um so i was like no i'll just send the things and you pay for them some people like you know would pick the calls when they got there and they would come for the things some people were like i've never heard of you i didn't order i don't have money so i ended up with a lot of dead stock um so that model of business didn't work very well um and also at the time like the business started from a facebook group um called was called um glam life or something yes. like it's a really big beauty group on facebook mm. and that's how i kind of started and most of my clients came from there then somebody blocked me from the group hey, okay. and Wait. at the time is it a local group or yeah it's a, it's a kenya okay. group okay. it has like hundreds of thousands of members <laughs> yeah someone blocked me and do you I was know like, who? Oh, just say the truth i don't know <laughs> i literally don't i don't know yeah. um so it at the time it felt like the end of the world like ah oh, my business is over i guess because i felt like that's my marketplace and now someone has blocked me from yeah. it um but then later on i stumbled on black skincare twitter um and it's basically the space where these black estheticians just like are actually breaking down the myths on skincare and making it really easy to understand um so i picked up these things i'm like hi yeah kumbi skincare is like ma mm-hmm. if you want the the formula for a square it's you know this it's for rectangles it's the same thing with skincare if you have acne reach for these ingredients if you're trying to create dark spots reach for yeah. these um so it's like wait do people like know this and i'm naturally the personality where if i learn something new i usually want to teach people oh, share. Kind of share exactly so that's how i started creating content on beauty square and then the pandemic hit and then things just kind of completely blew up um because i guess people had more time to spend at home yeah and be on the crazy as well yes and people are more at home looking at their skin like i not everything is going how it's supposed to be going at this so, time sorry were you in kenya or no i was kenya still living in the us at this uh-huh. time so i guess the page really grew from a perspective of a community about learning about skincare and trying to mm-hmm. educate people on that during the pandemic um then i just started being a bit more consistent with the business in terms of buying products and bringing them here at the time i also kind of like the job i was working i lost a lot of my hours to shift based okay. so i was like ah like how am i going to pay my rent yeah. so that also kind of pushed me to be really serious about my business and i challenged myself like if i spent as much time on this business as i do at this job what would be the results mm. and i would work 16 to 24 hour shifts um so like what? yes i yeah <laughs> so <laughs> uh, this one day like now that 16 to 24 hours shifts yeah. what does that look like <laughs> like you're at work from 7 a.m. until 11 p.m. Sometimes it's different shifts you'll move around. Maybe you'll do one shift from 7 to 3, then you'll move to another shift to go from 3 to 
What were you doing? And then, then maybe do an overnight. It was it was home care. Okay. Yes. Yeah. Um. So like to give you credit, it's not active work. Like you're not working on your feet the whole eleven. 16 hours but like you're just being somewhere doing something Something, watching somebody some shifts are easy like you can do your own thing um but some not so much um yeah so now that i lost most of my shifts it's like okay let me challenge myself so i started waking up at like 1 a.m because of the time difference Mm. usually i wouldn't be able to be engaging with people online or responding to dms on time because i'm like seven hours behind so i started waking up at 1 a.m so i'm up here at 8 a.m and the first day i did that like i i was working from 8 a.m. until like maybe like 5 p.m. there like those around midnight here yeah. mm-hmm. and I was actively working I was marketing my products I was teaching people wow. about how this works and I made what I would normally make in a two-week check and I was in one day I was like okay everyone let's get wow. serious yeah let's get serious now and I think the biggest connecting factor was just that engaging with people on like actually just teaching them about skincare and then selling to them comes as a byproduct. Yes. Like I'm literally just trying to help you fix your skin and we're doing that through me, you know, giving you this solution. Um yeah, then I got more serious with it. I made some shifts in my life that allowed me I cut down on my expenses so that I could not pressure the business so much to fund my life. Mm. And yeah, just consistent then I moved back in 2021 and then things just blew up again. I guess also being there physically with your business it makes such a big difference because oh, yeah. there's so many things you don't know. Like where my shop was located, I was I just cringed when I went there the first time. I was like, oh my god, I can't believe people have been coming here. So then now mm-hmm. I moved the shop to somewhere that was more convenient. Then people I think being able to connect with me in person really made a difference for them. Yeah. Um and the business just kind of grew from there. Wow. So it's been taking it like one day at a time from there, basically. Yeah. And it's been amazing growth. It's not Okay, yeah, I know for you, I'm like, okay, it's been a process. Okay. Yeah. But I'm sure even from 2021 to now, you've seen like, wow, this thing that I was doing, that I was considering has actually become a fully-fledged business. Wow, well, yeah. I love that. I think I, I, I want us to really unpack everything that you've just mentioned. But, mm. but first thing that I really want us to get, not really want us to get into, but one of the first questions I have is first, what was your experience in the US as a Kenyan? And you know, what were... Was it family reasons that you moved uh, in the U.S., but just generally what was your experience as well? And was this second follow-up question, was this experience an opor- like a gateway for you to come back to Nairobi? Is it something you wanted to do so bad, or is this like kind of just happened and you were okay either way how it worked out? Yeah. Um. So, like, from a pretty young, like, from the beginning of high school, my parents had primed me that I was going to be going there for uni. Because they moved me from 844 system to like an American high school. Mm. So transitioning to that would be easier for me. Um, so I already knew that's what they wanted. Why was that such a big thing for them? Yeah. <laughs> I think um, my parents also did that thing of living like in the UK for years and like mm. in the diaspora and then coming back. So okay. I think they were very aware of the opportunities mm. that it gives you to be exposed to that environment and then mm. come back here. Or if any fountain state, that's what I wanted. But they were just aware that it would give me more opportunities or kind of give me you know, some kind of advantages in life versus just staying here. So, but even when I was in high school, like, towards, like, graduating, I was like, me, I don't want to go. Because, like, the stories you would hear mm. is, like, you know, this person is working so many hours, like, you're mm. not seeing success Struggles. I'm not seeing anybody <laughs> who's living in a nice apartment, driving yeah. a Tesla, and, like, living the, the job that they want or the business that they want. Because we're all told this one narrative about living the diaspora as a Kenyan. 
but like now I know the different stories, but then we went to visit my brother before I moved after school and they kind of talked me into it. But me was talked into it from the point of, you know, you know, come and work here. The jobs are paying like $11 an hour. So mm-hmm. as a Kenyan, you're calculating that's like 1,000 bob an hour. Awa. So if I work 10 hours in a day, that's 10,000. A day. I can work 20 days. Two, like an 18-year-old. <laughs> I was like, wow, that's a lot of money. But you're not thinking, okay, your rent, yeah. you know, you have, you need a car, you need to pay car insurance, you need to buy food. I've not thought about those things. So I moved there for school and basically that's what I was doing. And the mm-hmm. plan for me was to go to school there. And initially me, my plan was I want to work in marketing, digital marketing mm-hmm. in specific. Um, I'd done a small internship before I left and I realized this is where my passion really, really lies. So I was like, yeah, that's my plan. I'm going to go to school. I'm going to finish and I'm going to come to Kenya. That was always a plan. At some point, sometimes I got derailed, but then eventually mm-hmm. I was like, I know me, I don't want to struggle. Um, but the the story there as a Kenyan in the diaspora is that you need to work these shitty jobs, make, you know, kidogo money, because the truth is people are working under the table because you don't have papers to work officially. Um, so, but people never really put you in the frame of mind of take advantage of your skill set. Because yeah. towards the end, before I left, I got a really good job and it was still under the table and like my employer knew that, but like, they needed my skill set. Um, so I was making what I used to make. I double what I used to make working wow. those shifts. I was like, why didn't I do this? Like in the beginning, why I could have done this the in the beginning. the first thing that yeah. you advised yeah, to do. Exactly. Yeah. Because everybody tells you these are the jobs that we can Available, get. Yeah. So you do this job, but mm-hmm. you never try to think outside of the box mm-hmm. or even like starting a business. Like mm-hmm. now I'm thinking of all the things I could be doing, even still without the papers and still be making good money and running my yeah, so just want to say we're not advocating for yeah <laughs> yeah yes, but, um, people just need to like think outside the box if you find yourself in that situation don't always take what everyone is telling you this is how things work but also challenge that and be like okay maybe i'm really good at graphic design yeah. you know start doing those kinds of jobs online and you can make a lot of money or maybe i really like cars Maybe you can, you know, learn how to be a mechanic and do that kind of work because blue collar mm. jobs pay really, really well there mm. compared to here. Um, yeah, so that was basically my experience. It was suffering for a very long time <laughs> until I think maybe the last six months is when I was living life kind of good. But that's because I'd realized like my eyes had kind of opened and then I was earning money for my business. So I was a bit more comfortable. Um, yeah, but I think you can definitely, if I was to do things again, they'd be so different. But Would yeah. you go back to live in the U.S.? I would establish dual residence, not okay. like to live there permanently. Mm-hmm. Um, I think after some time, the air does something to you. To you. <laughs> um, okay. But there's definitely a lot of opportunities there. So I'll take advantage of that. And also like, this is something calm about living in Kenya. So, yeah. mm. The last follow-up question I have is that mm. you said that you didn't want to go because of all these stories that you used to hear about the US, but those mm. things that actually were happening there and you yeah. made you... Like, this is why I didn't want to come here? Or was it all just like, okay, this isn't too shabby? There was moments of, like, this is exactly what I was hearing. Um, But also the company you keep is, it makes such a big difference. I never had met anybody who was doing anything different other than, you know, working the low-paying jobs and, like, living, you know, paycheck to paycheck. Um, But then now later on, once I started interacting with these other people, I'm like, wait, this whole other kind of way you could be living life. So like my last boss before I left, um, he ran a cleaning company. And these guys used to make six figures a month. Wow. 
like doing something that seems really simple. I actually saw, uh, yeah. yeah, I actually and, saw a TikTok of someone say, <laughs> of it was like a funny thing. People working on nine to five, and was someone crying and working day in day mm. out, and then people who run, I think, like a newspaper or not newspaper business, but it was something like I don't know, people who sell socks or something, mm. and then they're like counting their bills. The money, yeah. One, two, three, four, or chicken. It was people who are selling chickens. Mm. So I'm like, it's you really need to think outside the box sometimes to yeah. think anyway. Like yeah. how can like do even if i'm doing less and more but at this or do i have to be a slave to like the system or Mm. can i really get something that i can either build for myself or another opportunity that is why do i have to really think that this is the only opportunity for me and it's do or die yeah no and there's a loyalty that you feel sometimes to such a position you're in because that's the position you're in i'm like Mm. if i lose this job it's the end of the world but maybe mm, it's a revelation of something new for you, you know? Yeah, something that has to change. Yeah, yeah. so I think also keeping that company really showed me, like, wait, this is possible. And, like, the, the car that he was driving at the time um, is a really expensive BMW. And I used to look at his car and be like, Ooh. yeah, like, <laughs> I, like, why can't I achieve yeah. that? Because he was not doing anything revolutionary. Like, it's a cleaning company. So I like people to clean yeah. buildings and whatnot. Um, but it just kind of showed me that even as a black person, I can have that I can drive a nice car, I can have a nice house and I can make that level of income. I don't need to struggle. Mm. Yes. Exactly. I love that. Mm. Okay. I think now we can get into the Yeah. I, I know you did things. mention marketing. Mm. So is that what you've always wanted to do? Mm-hmm. And did you feel like it was a hard switch when you were like, Okay, I'm, I want to do and to get into entrepreneurship and all mm. that? It's been a good transition. Is yeah, I feel like it hasn't been a switch at all because yeah. I feel like the role that I really shine in in my business is that when okay. it comes to social media marketing and building our community online. Um, yeah, it's something I've always wanted to do and even now I'm still trying to figure out ways to do that outside of my business because I'm really passionate about it. Um, I, I think I'm good at it because um, like when I'm training, I'm currently training like a new staff member who's taking over that job yes. and so many things feel like common sense to and like I'm realizing yeah, it's, 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 it's not, not common it's sense. Not, yeah. yeah, like it comes really easily to me. Um, and I have helped like a friend or two like build that for their business. And I'm like, I, I really would want to help other businesses do this. Because mm-hmm. sometimes I'm scrolling online and I'm looking at someone's business and I'm like, I should really be doing ABCDFG. Um, and I realize I need like people, do, they just don't they know. Don't know. Yeah. yeah, so it's something yeah. that I would definitely want to delve into on the side. Yeah. yeah. Amazing. How many sides can you, you know? Um, <laughs> Like you work till Saturday. Seven sources of income. Like that. That is my my target. That is. Next so year, when you do you leave space for you to live <laughs> and so to enjoy the your twenty? Businesses need to run themselves. You know. So when it comes to like like a product based business where you sell things, you should be able to run it. It's just a matter of creating systems and having yes. employees. You don't need to be there anymore. Um, so a lot of these businesses can run themselves. It's mm. just getting good systems and good management. Mm. Then the point is also to make sure that, you know, your work is high value. So like, you know, if I'm training somebody for digital marketing, like I only need to do two clients a month because mm. I'm, you know, the value that I'm getting in terms of like my return on investment money wise is pretty substantial. So I'm not overloading myself for a lot of work also. So it needs to be seven substantial streams of income that mm. are able to run themselves. One or two will need to require a lot of hand-holding, but yeah, that's that's Inspired. Inspired. You're challenged. We're challenged. challenged. Guys, I hope you're being challenged. (laughs) But you're also missing lots of streams of income. Yes, Yes. but I'm really trying to push it also. Mm. And and I like what you've said, which is what we're also doing in business is setting up systems. 
Like yes. it, it reached a point I was feeling burnout. I was starting to hate my business almost to that mm. point. You know, you're just like, ah, do I have to be involved in the day to day? Which is fine, as you said, for sometimes for the beginning, the hand holding and all that. But once you get good people, mm. and good system, then things can flow. And I can be in vaca- on vacation and I'm not, my phone is not ringing. Mm. Yeah. I think for me, the wake up call is actually when I was on vacation <coughs> in December and I was working. Mm. Like I was coordinating everything that's happening and I was like, eh? the next Mm-mm. vacation I'm going for, mm. I want to unplug. I want to fully unplug. So, yeah. Yeah. Okay. This year yeah. we're getting to different streams. <laughs> hey, you know now I'm about to go adult pro max, so I need to start thinking <laughs> yeah, what other streams of income. Yeah, anyway, let's say like for you, yes, you're employed, but you can use even that source of income to set up other things. Other things. Mm-hmm. That's always the that's always the point. Yeah, you use this one opportunity to help build your next one and the next one and the next yeah. one. Yeah. Um yeah, and I, that's what I always advocate for because again, when you get you can get comfortable. Like, okay. Mm. Especially when you have a Nine to five job. The routine is you already know what you're going to do in the office. At the end of the uh, end of the month, you're getting a salary that to you maybe okay, it's working for me. Yeah. And then um, you already know maybe in a year's time you're getting a salary increase. And then you just mm-hmm. kind of live. And then you realize like nobody has ever become a millionaire by staying in a nine to five yeah. only and just like staying comfortable. Mm-hmm. So then that's when you start to challenge yourself and you even just see the lifestyle changes of people. Or, when you start getting a salary and you're happy with it, <laughs> at some point you'll start thinking, and these people who live in Kileleshu or <laughs> Westlands, then what do they do? Or like, yeah. even me, I, want, I need a car. This is good, but now I need a car. And now yeah, you start yeah. thinking, I need more money. And mm. so I think that's where Inspo comes in, especially now, of course, from transitioning from whether it was uni or from high school and then getting to the workforce. Um, eventually you start making so many realizations for yourself and like, okay, we need something else. We need yes, something different. Yes. I like yeah. what you said, like the transitioning. Some people have grown up in families where they're not entrepreneurs. You know, mm. where your mom and dad, you just know them eight to five. I'm, yeah. I'm one of these Yeah, families. so you see, it's not something mm. you've been exposed to. Yeah. So you come out into the world and like, guys cannot be surviving on Salo alone. Like, them, like times have changed, what's boy. Happening? Times what's have happening? changed. Mortgage, then mortgage, now two different things. Yeah, so I think that, that's what you're saying. Your, your transition, you're always learning. So you're always learning. Wherever you are, whatever uh, stage so, yeah, you are, give don't yourself yeah. Up. Yeah. Give yourself and grace. Where you are. You'll, your realization will eventually come at one way or another. Hopefully, mm. that's what I'm hoping for people, and you'll be able to take it off. And when it does come, don't feel like it's too late. Everyone with their timing. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but hey, you're really inspiring me because me sometimes I have a go getter energy, but they really compete side by side with my lazy energy. So mm. I don't know. <laughs> I think the key is to always remind yourself. Sometimes I also slip into that routine of like we're just doing, we're just mm. doing. Um, but also like a practice I'm trying to pick up um regularly is like every day remind yourself what is your purpose. Like this is my purpose. This is my like my goal. Like maybe you know you're a long term girl. Like you said you want to buy a car. Maybe your long-term goal is, okay, I want to buy a Range Rover in like two years. Mm. Then maybe your short-term goal is, I want to get my income up to this amount every mm. month so that I can be able to get there. Mm. Then what am I doing today to mm. help me get, get there? So running. every single day, you're consistently working on your long-term goal. Because like you said, we sometimes get comfortable, especially when you know rent is being paid, you're like living comfortably. It's so easy to slip into this like this yeah. delusion of, mm-hmm. ah, we're fine. Yes, and that actually it can happen to you in business. It happened to me like before I lost my Instagram page. Yes. I was there. I was comfortable. I was so comfortable. Yeah. Yes, and then life was like, let me slap you a good one. It'll wake you yeah. up. Yeah. <laughs> disruption. Yes, yes, disruption. yes. But I, 
Amazing. I mean, I have something to just ask, uh, just a food for thought, is mm. that do you think that, just to be the devil's advocate, that maybe that because of where we, the position we are, mm. we are at and where we are, which is like in Africa or in Nairobi, like mm. romanticizing this idea of, hey, you need like 50,000 sources of income. But when you mm. go to Europe, one person's nine to even two. Like I know mm. in Spain, for example, because mm-hmm. I have a best friend who lives there. People in Spain will start work at 9. <laughs> 1 p.m. to 3 p.m. It is serious. Just people are sleeping. Shops are closed. Like this is serious business. Weekends, you can't find even one supermarket open. And then, you you know, they are very big wine people, 4 p.m., probably at the bar, you know, drinking <laughs> wine. And they're paid really well. So you've worked from 9 to 1, you've slept. And yeah, you know, 1 to 3 is compulsory. Like the country, <laughs> the country, the country. You cannot, yeah. that's just their culture. And I feel like this, that's a big European culture. Of course, there's way ahead of us. They colonize mm-hmm. the entire world. But I also feel the society should move in a place where, in that way, like, we were not me sometimes I feel like well, we, was I really born to <laughs> suffer like this? Like mm-hmm. why do I have to constantly think of my sixtieth source of revenue? My you know, mm-hmm. my and like is that what life is supposed to be? Is there a way that yeah. you can just we can move to a way where you just have one street stream of revenue and it's enough for you? Even if it's the blue collar jobs, well you know, like in the mm-hmm. US, they're paid well back in the US, but not mm-hmm. paid well here. I know a lot of nuances are involved, but I just mm-hmm. really want us to be like to also question like system, is this yeah. really is this a me like is this really how life is supposed to be or is this mm-hmm. just the system I'm in? I think that's also what inspires of course some people to move abroad to different countries and just be like, mm-hmm. hey me, I like things soft. But I think it's also doing it with a purpose. Like you know, like you're not just trying to accumulate one ten billion in the account to look mm-hmm. at it and see. Yeah. It's a lot of money. You still won't be satisfied. Yeah, you won't. Like you need purpose. to do it to the purpose. Like for me specifically, I know I won't stop actively working at a certain Mm. and have there's this movement called FIRE which is financial independence to early I want to get to that at a certain age to the point where like like right now I would love to take a off take a off travel the world and just like think just to think that's my job is just to think but I can't because you know I need to think about my financial responsibilities and I'm just not there financially so I think people also have to do it with a purpose don't just do it for the sake Blindly. of you mm. know amassing money but I think also people in European countries can they can do that, um, but I think also to a certain extent, if something was to happen to you, like, you know, you know, the rug is kind of pulled from under your feet, especially if you are not setting yourself up for, you know, being okay. Like, what if you lose your job or, you know, you become, you know, handicapped or, mm-hmm. like, something happens and you can't make the same amount of money anymore. What if I, I think, die? True, that as well. Now, imagine you have a family and then you pass away and you're the breadwinner and then you don't, don't leave them any source of income. So I think the multiple streams of income is also just for comfort. Yeah. Like, I feel like now in this economy, there's somebody somewhere who does not watch. Like, it does not affect them <laughs> in any way at all. Actually, because, they don't know petrol has increased. Yeah, they don't know. They're like, oh. Ati, oil is this much more expensive. Yeah. And then, yeah, like, they're comfortable because, like, they have so many streams of income that even if one sure. is not doing well, like, they're still pretty okay. And for me, it's also that piece of mind. That peace of mind of, like, whatever happens, whatever happens, I'm good. Mm-hmm. I'm okay. I like what you said with our purpose because when we for night for me I think it's generational well mm. like I want my grandchildren to be calm you yeah. know and not be lazy but like <laughs> no okay there there are systems that have been set up for us and we can yeah I think I'm really big on generational wealth so mm. it's it's beyond me that's why I'm like okay the sooner I start the better and yeah retiring early or yeah. just choosing when I want to work 
she's like, okay, I want to do this passion project. I want to, I want to go travel the world for six months, you know. Mm. And I guess I think these are also really active years for us, you know. Yes. So your body is strong and so I, I'm, I'm willing to pay the Right. Yes. 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 Okay. That's really interesting. I think it's just also packed to different personality types and you know mm-hmm. how people view the value of money or wealth. Because I feel like sometimes I feel I think differently. Like for me, my maybe of course as I grow older it will change. I'm not thinking generational wealth. I'm thinking <laughs> my my first thinking point is how can I still live a good life even if i'm still saving i'm not thinking mm. i want to delay this gratification, gratification a thousand yeah. percent yeah how can i still live my life but still grow my career because I'm, i am still an ambitious person i am still like setting all these goals but how do i still leave room for me mm. to enjoy life, enjoy life. i mean yeah. they say these are my best years my 20s and then when i'm 40 and now i'm, I'm financially free like Will there be things that I've missed out on because I didn't do it? Like, will I regret mm. not have not taking that step forward and saying, you know what, let me save up right now and just do even if it's three months in a different country, learn the culture, you know, have maybe a remote job and whatnot, and not be so rigid with that money and say we need to steal this. So having that split for me is, yeah, I think my personality try type I because think, I really just like living a good life too. Yeah, I yeah. think it should strike a balance. Yeah. yeah. And it's not a one size fits all, you mm. know, and someone can look at you like, oh, you, you're just parting your nini, but they don't know what it's you the, your priorities Maybe and what you... You've, you've budgeted your money to afford you to party that much and yeah. they don't know. Mm. To them, they're like, you're using all your cash to party, yeah. but um, it's 10% of what you're already earning. And people so, only have a weird thought about it because of the value, the shift in values, the difference in values between what you think is valuable. Like this person exactly. is always just partying all the time, but to that person, like, okay, I'm not uh, romanticizing partying, but that person really prioritizes their fun time mm-hmm. as well and their social batteries or they can feed off energy. But, so yeah, I don't know. I think it has a lot to do with your value systems as well. Yeah. Anyway, I, I really want to know what has been like your highest point and that's your mm. lowest point so far mm. in running a business running mm. a business from the u.s coming to kenya mm. because there's always this economic or buyer you know nini. yeah so just sort of what has been your highest level um hmm. i think i've had a few i don't think i can identify like one really high high yeah. um but i think one of my biggest highs especially coming back is like i never ever thought that brand partnerships would be a stream of income for Beauty Square. Not yeah. for me, but for Beauty Square. Um, and my first brand partnership was Vaseline, and I was like... Wow. Yeah, and it's not conventional. Like, mm. you know, they would usually partner with a person, but then yes. they partnered with a Beauty brand. Square. Yeah. So it was it was like, wow, for me. Um, that was one high. I think also being able to open the store that we're in now is definitely a high high. There are very many moments of... Ah, I'm an too. Like, mm. this is... It's just... Must. Yeah, mm. but... <laughs> Also, that girl was really ambitious. I saw that store and I was like, this is going to be wow. ours. I don't care. I'm, I don't have any of the money that I need to get there now, but we'll figure it out. Yeah. Um, so that was definitely CBD. Location. No, like really location. Yeah, so I think it's, I'm really proud, like watching where we were before. These clients come to my shop and like, remember I used to be at Agro House and I'm just like, don't even remember me. <laughs> but like now we're here, so that's a really big high as well. I think also the team that I'm building right now is a big high for me. The fact that I'm able to be here or even take a week yes. off and things are being handled and having employees who see this business as like they have a stake of investment in it mm. in terms of it doing well also means that for them so they do like their absolute best um i think close 
definitely losing our Instagram page, which happened almost like a year ago exactly to not today, but like oh. in June, yeah. June of last year. Even though the anniversary, yeah. Like, yeah. June twenty eleventh, twenty twenty two. I just felt like the world had come crashing down, and I'd just come from another high. I was on judy's youtube channel yes. um and it was such a high to be recognized by such a person and to be for them to give me like the platform to share and then that morning as i'm leaving like that happened and it just felt like wait what like you know this is really messed up but i think it was a wake-up call i needed because i'd gotten very comfortable like i said um there's very many lows like i think in the past four months i've woken up and decided i'm closing beauty square many times Many times, <laughs> like woken up, like wait, let me call my landlord and be like, okay, how do I exit this lease yeah. because me, I'm, I'm out, like I'm it's done. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so many moments of that, but I think also just being able to encourage you and a team who's like, my team leader saw me many times. She's like, no, mm. no, we're not closing. It's not happening. Just figure it out. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Awesome. How do you pick yourself up from those moments? Low moments. Low moments. Yeah. Yeah. Again, also. I, you you try you share a bit of your low moments mm, online yeah. Some, sometimes social media is just ha 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 screaming yes, yes. making money you know yeah. so yeah really how do you pick yourself up um i think i've kind of given myself a routine now yeah. like if i'm feeling overwhelmed i just let myself eat like yeah. it's okay let's binge eat let's watch yeah. the netflix let's ignore the emails and give myself time and just sleep and then like when i feel better i'll just get up and what you need to do i feel like when you force yourself and just be like no you're supposed to feel Mm. like you're supposed to be resilient you're not supposed to make it let yourself feel this way like you kind of pressure yourself and you just you get really tired from doing it so i think i just give myself room to feel it and then when it's done we'll just get up and we'll pick up and we'll keep going i think also just reminding yourself that it's it's not a race like yeah okay fine maybe (laughs) we don't have the money to pay this bill today See tomorrow is a day. It's a day. See, you can tell them, I, I'll, I'll pay it cash <laughs> Exactly. It's not the end of the world. Yeah, exactly. So sometimes it's like, you up. it's not that serious sometimes also. Yeah. yeah. I like what you said just even, because me, I usually say, let me sleep a bit. You know, mm. let me, let me take a nap. Because even when you're in that moment, you're so pressurized, you can't even think. You know, sometimes your mind needs to come out of fight mode. <laughs> be like, okay, by the way, you're like, oh, this is a creative way. Let me call yeah. Nani. Let me figure this out. Mm. So, I think yeah, me. I really exhausted the questions that I have. Let yeah. me see if I have something else in my notes. I wanted to delve a bit into self improvement issues mm. that you mm. also really big on, and yeah. you also show that online, mm. and why you think that's very important for you. Why these routines and habits, guys? I offered her wafer at like ten, and she said it's too early for sugar. <laughs> I was like, yes, because I've also been trying to reduce my sugar intake, and I'm like, okay, I like how it's become. It's like normal for you you're like mm. not, not, not now you know yeah. being able to say mm. <laughs> yeah um how should i my brother has been singing these songs for me for a really long time my brother is 10 years older than me so okay. he's been in like an older space for longer so like from when i was 17 18 he used to sing to me about napoleon hill yes. and all these people that i'm obsessed with now wow. and oh, i'm wow. like whatever like it, it didn't mean anything to me but like now as i got older and you start to realize like there has to be something else about this life. Like, mm. we're not built, like, you know, like, in a factory to, like, do ABC. Like, there's other things to this life. Um, So, I think I started getting into that. I think the first time I listened to his book, I was in another funk. 
um, I think it was around the time that like I'd lost my page or something and things were just like not doing well. As you can imagine, of course, sales completely dipped because yeah. like the audience we had before was not there anymore. Yes. Um, and I was already used to a certain source of income and then now it's half. Um, so I, I listened to the book and it just really like, it was, it's called Think Like a Devil. Um, yes. No, Outwitting the Devil, sorry. And I think everybody needs to listen, listen to the audiobook specifically. Mm. Um, Tweeting the devil. Yeah. Um, it's like they put him in character and he has like the voice of the devil. So it makes Ish. it like more enjoyable to listen to. <laughs> Not in a creepy way. Like, <laughs> <laughs> no, in a creepy way. But like, you know how a villain would sound in a movie? Yeah, okay. Kind of like that. And I think it really exposes you to a completely different way of thinking and unlocking how you can kind of you know, use your highest potential. You know how they say we really only use 10% of our intelligence or something yeah. like that. And it exposes you to, okay, how can I truly be my best self? And yeah, I think it's important for me to always maintain that mindset of being positive and like, I can do anything that's possible. Because you can tell yourself that like today morning, then you go out and by 12 p.m., <laughs> yes, life has beaten you up. Like, every day occurrence. Sometimes. Yeah, so you see, you have to remind yourself every single day. Otherwise, yeah. you find yourself just being pulled back into that thinking of, I can't do it. Who do I think I am? Mm. Um, so I think reminding yourself that every single day just helps you to do that. And I think also being able to unlock your infinite intelligence and just like living your purpose, it's really important for that. I think that, um, just to add on what you're saying, though, I think that also has a lot to learning more about who you are as a mm. person and the habits that you have, in just in general, yes. the struggles you also deal with. Mm. Um, what I mean by this is, for maybe let me relate to my personality, mm. for example. Mm. I know for a fact, at some point, when life is flowing, I'm feeling, you know, I'm, I'm go-getter, I'm nikosawa. Mm. Mm. Has a lot to do with me taking care, <laughs> taking care of my physical health, or going mm. to the gym, or going for a run, going outside. Mm. Then having a routine. Mm. I need to wake. I need a routine. I wake up, you know, especially because I work from home for mm. my my corporate job. You know, leave the house at least three times a week to work from a different environment. Because when I'm at home, I maybe indulge in behaviors I don't like. I want to watch like an episode here, an episode mm. there, and then um, I don't know. For me to keep motivated, there's a certain level. There's a, certain content types that I need to put on the back burner mm. that I may necessarily like, but don't are not necessarily good for shifting my mindset to, you know, mm. pursue the things that I need to be pursuing or get yeah. to the mindset of, you know, you can actually do this. But the moment I lose touch with maybe my routine, mm. kind of like now, mm. last touch with my routine, all of a sudden I'm no longer going to the gym. At some point, I feel like, I, I know I know at some point a breakdown is like going to come up because yeah. I start feeling overwhelmed like wow. I don't have life mm. in order so because I know myself I know exactly what I need to do to shift that mindset yeah, to me yeah. but if you don't know yourself and you keep even trying to motivate yourself like you're I feel like you'll be betraying yourself because you're like pr- making false promises to yourself on how you gotta go get her mm. yet you're not doing the habitual <laughs> everyday things that you know you need to do. Yeah. to get you to the next step. So yeah. that's something I That's true. I'm I'm very much someone who gets swayed by people's opinions a lot. Exactly. So I feel like for me that mm. staying in touch with that truth every single day mm. like mm. I can achieve this. I can do mm. like I sometimes I take people's opinions to hurt like too much. Exactly. Like if someone tells nice. me like if I was telling you, you know, in like next year I want to open like a few branches in different malls and you tell me, ah Clifford, I don't know that's a good idea. I will take it to heart yeah. so much and I'll start overthinking. Like I 
sometimes I don't trust my own judgment. Yeah, so it's yeah, really yeah. important for me mm. to always remind myself that, you know, like I like I can plan for my future and yes. for that to be solid plans and I can actually do anything I set my mind to be mm. able to do. Sometimes yeah. people can't see the dream that you have in your mind that's so big because mm. it's not their dream themselves. Like yes. sometimes you can even for example starting your business or even this podcast like mm. you know when i explain to people at that time in podcasting was it's covid times we're starting a podcast <laughs> what's that it's like, okay <laughs> like yeah you go girl like but you feel the support from afar like what is this girl doing but now mm. when you're actually in it because you decided to follow through with it then people start to see it when you decide yes. you have to decide yourself yeah. I think you also need to remind it. yourself of that. And like, remind yourself. Yes. I have a reminder at 10 a.m. every day, affirm yourself today. Because sometimes mm. I know you, that self-talk is also very crucial. Because what do you tell yourself every day? Like, you really need to feed almost every day if you can. Yeah. One, with gratitude, but also the things you want to achieve. Yes, but also reminding yourself that we got here. So, like, we got here. So, if we set our goal to get there, we can get, we can there. get there. Mm. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. Oh, wow. So nice. Anyway, <laughs> also guys, when people tell you, when people talk bad about, not talk bad, or talk down uh, on your dreams, mm. I've learned to be like, okay, you know, that's someone's world view. Like, it's their fears, mm. it's their, it's their life, they're living their life, so this is the conclusion they've come to. Exactly. All these other factors that are about them. It's not yes. about me, you yes. know. Yeah, so just to separate the two. Awesome. I just wanted to find out, like, because I think, I, I said you're like a mover and shaker. <laughs> Um, how has this affected relationships in terms of friendships mm. and romantic relationships as okay, well? Okay. Yeah. Um, hmm. I feel like even like from before, like when I was in uni and juggling all of those different things, I didn't have a lot of friends mm. because what time? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, like I literally have a schedule from 1 a.m. to like 7 p.m. Like I have no time for anybody. Um, But like now my friends would be my family, like my brother or like my cousins. Like when I moved here, the people that were my friends when I left, like, we're not in the same place in life anymore. Yeah. Like, sure, we can say hi, hi, but, like, we don't... We have different yeah. values in different spaces. So, I, I I made a lot of my current friends on Instagram, actually. Mm-hmm. Um, wow. And that's how it started. And I just found myself aligning with people who are in a similar space, who are yeah. also, you know, trying to build a big brand and those kinds of things. Um, Relationship-wise, it was, like, tricky because also, again, like, time. And then, yes. like, people usually meet people at maybe at work. But at my job, we're all women. Like, it's not <laughs> even the people coming for skincare. Uh, mostly, mostly women. Exactly. Even if it's for the guy, the woman will come. Yeah, yeah, yes. yeah drag. Or yeah. the ten percent who, who come, yeah. I would, they already have like girlfriends and yeah. and whatnot. Um, so I wasn't always in a place where I was like finding yeah. people. Um, but uh, recently I just. You know, <laughs> you I'm trying to find someone. a way to put it without like disclosing too much information, yeah. but like also make people be open to meeting people in unconventional ways. Yes. Um, yeah, so I'm currently in a very happy relationship, it happened in a way I was not expecting. Um, yeah, but I'm also actively trying to make time for it, you know, like when I plan my week, I try to make sure, like, you know, we at least are spending some time together, and I also try to invest in my friendships, like, we have time that we come and we hang out. and we try to check on each other and just like enjoy each other's like presence and company. Yeah. Um, yeah, but then like the circle is small because there's only so many people I can give my time. Yeah, uh, yes. true. Which, yeah. which I guess is works for you. Mm. Again, you don't want to commit to 20 people, then now 10 people have hot feelings for you. Because, yeah, yeah. So, it's true. 
but it helps to have those friends that you know we hang out once a quarter and like and we're both cool and it's yeah calm. there's yes. no feeling that like serious all the time yeah, yeah. okay mm-hmm. yeah. like that cool this has been such a cool episode i really yeah. enjoyed it it's been actually a really nice episode one of my favorite mm-hmm. for this season yeah. so far yeah. i think i have I just <laughs> one more question before we close mm-hmm. yeah. At the beginning of this podcast, you said that some, one of your purposes is, uh, your purpose rather, is to just help people achieve, you know, realize and achieve what they want to achieve in their lives. Mm-hmm. I just wanted to ask, how do you, just in summary, how do you feel like you're living in your purpose? Mm. Um, hmm. So I think one, like being aware of it and like actively trying to work towards it. Um, and I think also this plan that, you know, I've set out, you know, the streams of income I'm trying to build and like eventually what I'm trying to go to because I want to build the kind of life that one, I want to be like a nomad. Like I want to live, you know, this month I live in Bali, next month I live in Spain or whatnot and I can afford to do that mm-hmm. and being able to like teach people how to do this with themselves as well. Like take what you're good at and maybe um your skill set and be able to learn how to turn this into income that can kind of make you live that way. But I think also just sharing the things I'm learning about how to improve yourself and how to unlock this high achieving individual like those are the small things that i i feel like i'm doing today to help you know get there yeah as someone who follows you i'd say based on what you've told us your purpose is Mm. i do are living in Mm. purpose you know because i think even we met from social media instagram before we met in person and i was Mm. like okay Yvonne is up at five, you know, I'm like, next, <laughs> tomorrow, that's a lamb mm. that you keep snoozing, try, you know, mm. go for it, uh, uh, do A, B, C, D, so, yeah, and I'm sure there are many other people who've impacted. And yeah, it's always so nice to that. someone to message me and say, oh, hi, I started listening, to, or I listened to this book and yeah. it changed my life, my perspective, yes. where I started waking up at 5 a.m., yeah. it definitely increases the pressure of me, because sometimes <laughs> in me, I want to snooze, like, <laughs> I, I could care less about waking up at five, yeah. but um, I think, I think in some way, it's just inspiring other people to live better lives. By doing it as well. And the impact yeah. is so huge because you know, just one person, that one story or that mm. one platform where they hear that can completely change the trajectory of their lives. Yeah. And the future generations come. Like it's it's, it's pretty crazy <laughs> if you think it about is. it. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So I know there's something that you do on Instagram mm-hmm. known as the gem of the day. So do you have any gem that you'd like to share with us today or just mm. share with okay. our listeners? Yeah. Mm. Um, I think maybe one gem maybe that I'm yet to share is I think <laughs> defeat starts in the mind. Um, so it's very normal to go through challenging times and days where you feel like I'm defeated, but don't agree to be defeated. It starts in your head because the minute you say I'm defeated, then you are. So it's I feel like whatever reality you create in your head is what your reality will be. Like it will manifest itself to like its physical equivalent so always maintain a positive attitude it's really important to do that no matter what you're going through and your life will literally just flip like it wouldn't make any sense how it happened but mm. i think we attract the energy that we dwell in so if you dwell in mm. a negative energy it's going to come to you if you dwell in a positive energy it's also going to come to you so just focus on that at when you're going through rough times yeah i like that okay yeah i think i have Two more questions, very short questions. Okay. Uh, basically, what would you tell younger Yvonne? Mm. Yeah, now that you're here today. I know you're still, still say we are young. young yeah. <laughs> but sometimes I feel like you younger Yvonne could talk to me. I feel like she was oh, so tenacious. Okay. Um, but I think I'll tell younger Yvonne, like everything you think you can do, you actually you can mm. like do it. It doesn't matter what people think. 
um, just go ahead and do it. Um, and I think also I will tell her to take care of herself. Mm. Take care of your mind, take care of your body. When your body tells you, you know, it's tired, take a break. Um, I'm definitely very <laughs> culprit to like pushing myself beyond where I should be pushing myself. Um, and also it's not that serious. I enjoy mm. life also. Enjoy. Yes. Okay. Yes. So what can we expect? Allah. Yes. <laughs> I'm sure guys are like we want to now, you know, like mm. tap into yeah. What what kind of in the future? Yeah. I think actualizing my seven streams of income goal. That is my current active goal that I'm trying to work on. Um. Yeah. So just having all of those flowing, or at least that you know, on that way. That's yeah. I think the best I can promise. <laughs> I'm one of those people who like. I believe that life sometimes just turns out in ways we didn't expect. So I don't know if Peter will still be here. I don't know if I might be in a totally different place, but at least I want to have my seven streams of income. Yeah, and, and you're then, open to what to anything? Yeah, yeah. Yes. Do you know sometimes you think JJ is like blocks the possibility? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yes. I'm. I'm open to anything. Yeah. Amazing. I think it's been a lovely episode. I don't think I have any last questions to ask. Yeah. You've been very. Um, you've given us such amazing what am i trying to say like <laughs> you have given us such wonderful insight into what mm. it may it may mean to be an entrepreneur you know how to shift your mindset from you know you can't do this to you can do everything you possibly set your mind to you know mm. having goals that may not be realistic to other people but very realistic to you as long yeah. as you plan yourself in a way that you know you can actualize these dreams of mm. yours and yeah, just to empower women out there to do it. I think your story is very inspiring, especially to our audience. Yes. Uh, whether you're with any gender, I don't want to say true because these days a lot is going on. But just in mm. general, whether you're a man, woman, um, there's a lot mm. you can pick up from this conversation. So yes. thank you so much. Thank you for having me, guys, as well. Thank yeah. you, guys. We've been playing this episode for a while, for such but a long this time. is the perfect time to have you. Mm. Thank you for making the time. You guys, she comes out of time. For, you, for us and so. for you more reason yes, for you to subscribe listen good. to the podcast and yeah. catch up with her we're going to leave her uh information in the description so you can follow up with her if you're interested in some of her services you can feel free to <laughs> and muambie <laughs> bantu branch sent you <laughs> yeah. Yeah. awesome okay. thank you yeah. so much yvonne and we're looking forward to to everything that's coming in the future yeah mm-hmm. i wish you nothing yeah. but the best in your journey Thank you. All right, guys. We'll see you guys next week. My name is Alice. Alexia Musal. Yvonne. <laughs> and we'll see you in the next one. <laughs>